0: idea, an idea that has intrigued and attracted and literally thrilled thousands upon thousands of men, women, and children. And you, my friends, are about to witness this idea become a reality, for this is the story of the miracle sea in
1: the desert. Michael Deacon, Michael Deacon. Michael Deacon, Michael Deacon, Michael Deacon, Michael Deacon, Yeah, um, he, uh, he had the nerve to post, He had the nerve to uh, comment on some of my on some of my posts on my damaged college that page. you need
2: Michael. He says you need Michael Deacon if you're going to have And welcome back, boys and girls, for another essential edition of the Michael Deacon program. First-time listeners out there, it's a pleasure to meet all of you. This show is truly better than a fatal accident. Joining me tonight is Mike Hideous, my co-host. He has drawn assignment this evening. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. It's nice to be with all of you once again. Greetings to you in the chat room. And of course, those listening... Later on, to the podcast rendition of this program, tonight we are doing it again. It's the final round of Celebrity Death Pool 2021, but before we get into that, we do have a plethora of topics to get into tonight. Don't forget, you too can get involved. That number is 424-666-2425. Don't worry, you'll see it on your screen very soon. Now, without further ado... Let's get down to brass taxes and bring in Mike Hideous. Mike, how are you?
3: Hello there, Mr. Deacon. I'm all right. How are you? I was
2: going to ask, how are you doing? But I bailed at the final moment there. (laughs) It's all right. No problem. Uh, Mike, it's good to talk to you again. Likewise, Mike. Yeah, it's always fun to talk to you here. And of course, we do have a very popular segment coming up later on the program here at Celebrity Death Pool, the final round. Incredible, really. (laughs) Or at least in my heart it is, Mike. It's always a fun sort of thing.
3: Fun and, both fun and morbid.
2: I already won, though, to be honest. You did? I think so. Why, who died? Well, we'll get into that in a moment here, uh, Mike, but we, we do want to remind everyone that this is a entertainment show of sorts consider that a a disclaimer you know we aim to we aim to entertain
3: comedy folks
2: yes lots of individuals out there very upset with this mic as (laughs) usual
3: (laughs) why wouldn't even get started yet
2: (laughs) i know but you know i heard it already okay (laughs) oh i know well that's how you know you're doing it right
3: yeah when people are pissed
2: yeah when people get angry
3: Or they knock your show off the air.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, abracadabra, did you miss me out there? Uh, All of you heathens, uh, misfits, marauders, and scholars, I love you all out there. Uh, Especially those hardcore listeners, the Patreon listeners who keep the ball rolling here, Mike. You know, you got to love the people that actually pay you.
0: Absolutely.
2: Right. They keep the ball rolling here. And I can't list all the names, Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to be harassed by all the overzealous types out there who only want to sink the ship, Mike.
0: Yeah,
3: haters.
2: I admire those who have tried, though. I really do. It's very nice. Yes. Yeah, why not? And by the way, Mike, uh, since we were gone for a while, I had all sorts of uh, messages left on that line. Because you know how you could leave a, a little text message or a voicemail Someone was saying, "Should we go uh, and give you a welfare check?" Who? Uh, me, I guess, because I was gone. they, okay. they, they were worried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, don't don't worry, folks. I'm okay. You don't need to exactly. uh, call the the cops. I'm fine. I promise. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Mike, I'm I'm so glad you're here. Um, how are things for you out there? Is everything cool?
3: Uh yeah. Aside from the weather, oh my God. Um. As you may or may not know, we got slammed about. I think it was two weeks ago. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it rained. It snowed for three days, and um, we got nearly three and a half foot of snow piled on us out here in the Poconos. Um, some places a little bit, le- uh, a little bit less. But then after that, it snowed another day, and we got like five more inches. And then three days later, it snowed again, another five inches. So it's just been pooping all over us. Um, Really? Yeah. And I was really sick too. The first snowstorm we got, I was so sick. I slept for four days. Um, I brought it on myself. I I knew I was getting ill. I felt like a sore throat coming on. And then I went out to shovel, you know, when it stopped snowing on Tuesday after our three day storm. So I went out and I started shoveling. I just wore myself out. And by the time I got the end of the driveway, I just was—I was ready to fall over. I came inside, and that was it. I was done for four days. I—I I was a mess.
2: That's but right. I'm you, okay now.
3: Yeah, you were telling me you were sick. I thought you had COVID for a moment there. Yeah. I knew I didn't have COVID. I, I knew I was getting a sore throat. I even felt like an earache, and I just went and I pushed myself. You know, I had to go out. You know, I, I live alone, so I don't have any friends or family out here that could help me. And you know. I I had to shovel the snow, and shoveling three and a half foot of snow, uh, when you're not feeling well, just sort of makes things worse.
2: That's right. You were all in your lonesome out there. Indeed. My goodness, Mike. And of course, um, as you know, Mike, quite well, I don't want to bring this up right away, but I think we have to uh, get right into this. Mike, just recently you tried to do a very good deed and you found out that no good deed goes unpunished.
3: That is for goddamn right, sure. Yes, absolutely. Positively. Spill the
2: beans, Mike. Spill the beans.
3: Okay, all right. You asked for it, Michael.
2: <laughs> I sure did.
3: I, I, I mean, how do I don't to go about saying this. I, I want to be diplomatic and not sound like a total punk, because that's how I feel like I was treated. I went out of my way to, as some of you may or may not know, I'm a Satanist. Uh, I, I follow an ideology and a method of modern Satanism, which is basically take responsibility for your own actions. And, 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 and uh, I've been in touch with people from the Church of Satan. I've been in touch with people through Michael Deacon uh, who were part of the Temple of Set. And I recently had tried to contact someone from the Temple of – I'm sorry, the Satanic Temple – which uh, the headquarters are located in Salem, Massachusetts, um, and I this all started because I saw a movie on Netflix called Hail Satan? Question mark Hail Satan? Question mark I watched it. I was impressed with what I saw because it's these people who, in a way, are I I don't I mean I don't know if you know if you can call them Satanists. I mean they all wear this you know black and Satan imagery with Baphomet and and the devil and so, on. but they're they're not associated with the church of satan so they're like a separate sect if you will but what they were doing in the film was um i found to be very noble they were helping um they were helping people in a way um by doing th- i saw them they were like picking up litter on the highway uh shoot what else were they doing they, they were even. <laughs>
2: they were doing community were, service. It sounds like they
3: were. Yeah. See, and and it all started because, um, I think in where was it, Michigan or Detroit? Yeah, Detroit, Michigan. Right. It, it was either Mich, uh, Detroit. I think it was Detroit. There was a uh, um, there was a, a a a statue of the Ten Commandments on the lawn property of City Hall, and they protested it the the satanic uh, the satanic temple um they protested it by saying they wanted it taken down because as you well know politics and religion should be separated and i agree with that 100%. so their 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 whole thing was they were going to they wanted to, if they said if they were going to have the 10 commandments statue on the property of the of the uh, city hall they were going to place a statue of baphomet with two little children standing next to him either near it or or on the same property and their whole point was to uh to say listen if 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 you're only going to offer the rights of one religion to the people well then we want our right as satanists to have the imagery of baphomet now without going into deep detail here so this is what caught my eye. Again, they were doing nice things for people, and uh, I what I wanted to do is I simply wanted to contact the guy who runs the organization and say, "Hey, you know, I'd like to interview you to to express the the kind things." Are you
2: sure he read the email?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. He, 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 he has only
2: one to- good eye, so I was, you know, just wondering. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Ooh, ouch. <laughs> He- <laughs> oh, my. Uh, all right. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> of oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 you're effed up, man.
2: <laughs> that's what they say.
3: Okay. So uh, so I had reached out to him. And again, I, I simply wanted to help promote the, the idea of – you know, what they're doing. I, I found it, I found it endearing. I really did. And I felt that, you know, these people are, you know, not the typical stereotype where you would think, all right, well, they're sacrificing animals and, and kidnapping babies and children and, you know, it, it, just all the, the, the satanic panic that you hear about all the time. Right. So sure. I sent an email to the satanic temple. And I simply said, Hey, I told him who I was. I, I think he knows who I am. Um, and I simply said, Listen, you know, I'm, I'm working with, uh, Michael Deacon on a program that he runs. I'm his co host and I would very much like to interview you. He
2: stopped reading right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And, uh, at first, like we interchange, uh, we, 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 uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? We we, we interacted with each other uh, right. on uh, through email. You had some banter I,
2: back and forth.
3: Yeah, like maybe mm-hmm. two or three times. And I said to him, "Listen, I'm I'm not a you know I'm not a big tech head. I don't know a lot about the computer or the internet. Why don't you call me, or I'll call you? Whatever's convenient. But let's talk on the phone and let's make a plan so I can say, all right, you know, this date is good." You know, what date is good for you? blah blah, blah, do you want to do by telephone? Do you want to do by Skype? How do you want to do it? That's how I would go about con- conducting a uh, an initial uh, briefing, if you will, on planning an interview for the Michael Deacon program, all right? I-, I would call somebody and ask them how they want to go about it. That's how when I did Michael Alago, that that's how I did it. Hold him up. Okay, so time went by. The first time he said he'd call me, he didn't. So I wrote him an email. And I've been very polite. I have been very respectful. I know this guy's working a lot. Uh, he's got a lot going on. And I I respect that dearly. But I wasn't getting contacted back. Oh my so I wrote another I wrote another email. That I, bastard. I, I must have wrote a total of me I'm gonna say five, possibly six emails uh reaching out to him asking him are you okay i thought he was like sick i i didn't even know like i tried reaching him uh, and i just didn't hear anything from him and then on top of that i thought well maybe is there somebody else like a secretary for the the satanic temple that maybe could respond right but i got nothing i see and, yes and i really began to felt feel very disrespected and it is my assumption, and I don't have proof on this, I'm only assuming that maybe he listened to one of the previous shows or, or, yeah. or something like that, and maybe our way of thinking did not mend uh, mend well with him. Like, I, I know there's very uh, – am I right? Am I right?
2: I think so. I, I think okay. our views probably – Offended him, or at least some of the guests that are on probably pissed him off. Right.
3: Very possible. I mean, I don't have proof on this, but it's very possible that he heard the show, didn't like what he heard, thought that we were like, you know, left wing kooks, uh, and that was that. Now, you know, as well as I know, most atheists, most people who are on the left hand path are primarily liberal, politically correct.
2: Some of them aren't, though political
3: at all. No, you're right. Some of them aren't. Right. But some of them are. True. Um I know they had a big issue they you know the the Satanic Temple didn't like doesn't like Trump. That's fine. If that's your opinion, I can respect that whatever. But at the same time, I I you know, I don't I don't like Biden, but I'm not going to not talk to somebody if it especially if it means promotion if their their views are, you know, democratic. So again, I cannot prove this. I cannot say this is the case because the guy never got back to me. So I don't know what happened. And that's pretty much the story.
2: And you're I just thought. wondering why, like Joe Biden.
3: <laughs> yeah. Why, 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 <laughs> why, you're, you're getting
2: nervous, man. Calm down. It's okay. Well, I'm glad you talked about him. I was afraid that you might have been scared of Lucian Graves or whatever his last name is.
3: Greaves, yeah. yes, yeah. Lucian Greaves, and I, as I say, I, I I really thought that we would connect. He even told me he that that he's working in a band with the former drummer of Slayer. Really escapes me. That's what he said. But I mean, Christ, if you can't even like talk to somebody who you know is a fellow Satanist, who you know as a uh, 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 as a musician, uh, you know, who, who sang for the Misfits and Empire, Hideous, and the Bronx Casket Company and the the things that I've been doing all my life, and, and you know my my reputation, can't you at least just say, hey, Mike, you know, I, I listen to the show. It's not exactly my cup of tea. I'm going to pass, respectfully.
2: And well, Mike, he probably lost his glasses. <laughs> you never know. It could just be that simple.
3: Did you, did you say glasses or glass eye?
2: Gla- well, that too. <laughs> Whichever.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, look, you know, I, I got nothing against the guy, but I do feel disrespected I, I'm and I'm done contacting anybody from the satanic church, uh, from the temple, uh, this, the temple, the satanic temple. I'm done because it seems that everybody's, you know, they don't want to talk. They don't want to talk about things and that's fine. You don't want to talk. Fine. Fine. Yeah, I'm only right. trying to be a nice guy. That's all.
2: You were only trying to do a, a nice deed and you know how it goes.
3: That's all.
2: No good deed goes unpunished, and Mike, as you know, I've reached out to uh, plenty of people, and some of these um, uh, situations do occur. It's it's quite frustrating, uh, especially when you have to deal with people, and and they're very flaky. You have to do uh, line of changes at the very last uh, t- at the very last moment. Yep. Yeah. W- welcome to my world, Mike. Oh,
3: I could imagine.
2: That's how. That's what it's like.
3: At least, at least you have, I mean, I don't know if you're still dealing with them, but weren't you dealing with a publicity company that was sort of throwing guests at you, so to speak? Now, I don't want to use the term loosely, but I mean, they were saying, hey, how about you interview this person or right. get a book? Or,
2: we'll get like, into that in a moment. We do have a caller on the line. I feel bad for making them hold. Uh, let, let's bring them in right now, Mike, before they get angry and hang up. Uh, you caller, are are you, at you, uh, you uh, we couldn't hear you. I, I have no idea what you were saying. But welcome to uh, the program. I just took a big drink there. I apologize. How are you, caller? Go ahead.
0: I'm good. How are we doing tonight?
2: I can't complain. Right. Yes, we're just having a good time here, discussing all the troubles of the universe, as they say.
0: <laughs> I I jumped in. Uh, I, I caught some of the fusion thunder, lagger talk, or whatever, graves, or whatever. Graves. My bad. I'll just keep calling him Great Graves because I'm assuming he's equivalent in shittiness to uh, the uh, <laughs> gentleman who held Mike Mister Hideous's uh, position in uh, the band that will not be named. Oh, but anyway, wow. <laughs> uh, I think that was that was that was all right. right? That was funny. I forgot I,
2: all I, about that situation, by the way.
0: Me too, until I just brought it up. So that's pretty. I bet Mike did too, right? Mike, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. well, 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 I, I think,
3: uh, I think Michael Graves and and Lucian Graves are two separate people.
0: Well, Leave I know. I, I'm, I'm just fucking around. You know, I'm just fucking I know. Around I know.
2: Well, have have you ever seen them at the same place at the same time?
0: Oh, not <laughs> quite possibly.
2: Might be the Walk same easy.
0: guy. Milwaukee. Well, that's Dimer's neighborhood. Where, if I, yeah, I would have seen him in downtown. No, well, um. I'm not kidding, but. Yeah, well, by the
2: well, by the way Mike well, just well, let me I'm um, I'm sorry caller. By the way Mike, uh, later on in the show I'm going to bring him up. By the way, Michael Graves, I I wanted to tell you something just randomly here. Okay. As we go on. But yes, caller go back to you. I'm sorry to It's
0: It's, disturb it's okay. Your call it's, there. Yeah. it's it's Dave. It's Dave Barkley.
2: Yes. What what's going on tonight? What what's on your mind? Um,
0: well, I'm in a great mood cuz I just ran into like the most random awesome human being on the face. Well, one of the, yeah, one of the coolest people, she's like, you don't have to wear a mask in here. And I walked into the vape store to grab some necessities. and It's like two blocks from where I'm at. And dude, we got to talking. It turns out she knows all kinds of occult, esoteric radness and knew, well, it, it was beautiful. And then I was, she was like, man, I just, too bad we can't hire someone. You know, I'm in a predicament where I can work like part time or you know, right up the street at a vape store for you know 13 bucks an hour, right? And uh why not just just sit there reading, doing my own research up in there? But anyway, um, uh, yeah, she offered me a gig, and uh, yeah, so that's pretty rad. That's that's a good and and she's super super hip to everything. So I'm just in a good mood, and I'm you know I'm a half hour up and doing doing uh doing a street, or actually an hour and a half. So it, it's perfect perfect this Saturday night, man. I'll actually be able to catch. Whole show here. Nice. And then go do go do go do my thing, you know? So it is what it is, man. But I just I really want to check in, say hi, and um yeah.
2: We appreciate it's that, good. and I'm glad everything is uh looking up for you. I know it's been a, a troubled a troubling time rather for lots of people, so I'm glad you are back on your feet there.
0: For sure. And I appreciate that, buddy. And um Mike, how have you been doing, buddy? It's been a minute. I when I Talking to Michael earlier, he let me know that you were on the show, so I was excited and made it a point to, to call in. So,
3: how am I doing? I'm I'm recovering from being pretty sick about a about a week ago, um, a little over a week ago. Uh, but I'm doing I'm doing all right, uh, surviving here
0: in the Poconos with lots of snow. Dude, we're getting. Well, I mean, I'm in Wisconsin too, man. The weather. What? The, I know it's weather, guys, in El Centro over here. But still, um. I mean, this is just madness. Like it's it's negative. I think like five to ten right now, and it's been this way for like two weeks. We have about a base of. I'm not even kidding you guys. About twenty inches of snow, and uh, it's yeah, it's it's just it's awful. But it looks like we'll be in the clear come Tuesday. But how dare I speak weather?
3: Yeah,
2: well, this town hasn't seen snow since the 1920s, so I don't know what the hell that's like.
3: Did you hear what's happening in Texas? know what's going on there yeah
0: Austin. i got a call from austin go ahead mike
3: Tell him. well they're just having some massive weather down there in fact uh, they were expecting like um, a storm of hurricane proportion to hit down yeah. there I know, I, I, our, from- I know some of our
2: i know some of our our listeners lost power but that's about it
3: well How's i know Robin? that they Is they, they have no no means of of sho- of uh, plowing the streets or or putting salt down or anything like no. that So uh, they're in uh, a bit of a pickle. My goodness.
2: Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully everything uh, works out for those folks out there, especially the listeners of this program that did reach out and uh, tell me their woes.
0: Shout out to Robin before I leave, guys.
2: Oh, that's right. right. She's out there.
0: In in the area. So so. I love you guys. All right, brother. Take care. Have a beautiful evening. uh, All right. Thank you.
2: Take care. Good night. Take care. And there he goes. Yeah, he reminded me of a few things. Yeah. And with Michael Graves, I need to bring that up to you, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, Mike. Okay. Randomly, he does a show. I had no idea. And yeah. once again, I was on YouTube and I went down the rabbit hole, Mike, and you know how that goes. Sometimes yeah. you see videos that you necessarily don't want to watch, uh, okay. but that that comes up and there was some sort of um fan out there. I guess he played for a band Blitzkid uh, for a short time, I believe. But he had some interactions with uh, Michael, blah, blah, blah. And I guess Michael Graves does some sort of radio show called the Radio Deadly Show. And he's been on InfoWars, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's done interviews. And I guess he is, I guess, a conservative or a Republican, yes. I guess. Yeah. He's
3: definitely Republican, and he I believe he may be conservative. Um,
2: a lot of people yes. are – yeah. Well, well, that guy was really angry with him, and he had it out with him on, on his show, and uh, they they were calling him a Nazi and all this sort of thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, it blows my mind when they call Republicans Nazis.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's what he was getting labeled as, and they canceled a, a lot of his shows in uh, uh, overseas, I believe, oh, because of this.
3: Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I guess also because he's a uh, proud boy of sorts. Is he? I believe so, yes. A self-declared one. Okay. The other cider says Peter Graves. No, we are talking about Michael Graves. Peter Graves? Yeah, Peter Graves. <laughs> we can call him Peter, though. That's
3: Michael Steele.
2: <laughs> right. Right. By the way, Mike, as um, you may or may not know, the last two uh, shows I uploaded are now gone from YouTube.
3: Yeah, you were telling me about that. What a... what a.
2: Well, those shows thing. weren't controversial at all, but it still went against protocol. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that's how it goes. And uh, sometimes that's the price you pay for uh, freedom of speech, you know?
3: Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man, it, some crazy things. There are on.
2: consequences, Mike.
3: Do you... That's the bad thing that you 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 deserve the consequences that were given to you. Not at all. Well, there you go. That's my point. Well, of course not, but you know what? What can I do? What can you do? I mean, can't really do much. I, and I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, freedom of speech, my friend. Well, of
2: course, but you know, it's you know, YouTube. They infringed on you. That's true. If you do a show like this, you know. Your words will be used against you. It was done to me time and time again, even by people I thought I could trust, Mike. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Lots of assholes out there, that's for sure. i bet. Yes, and that brings me to another thing. Uh, that sponsor, remember, they dropped the show shortly after signing up.
3: Right, right.
2: Yeah, for those who and, don't and, know, I had... Oh, go ahead, Mike.
3: And, and is that because of your views on things? I guess so. Which is odd because you're not a Democrat or a Republican, right? Nope. Right. Same here.
2: I don't have any affiliation to any side.
3: See, so that's just effed up right there because that's showing you that there's an ideology out there of people that think they know better than you. And if you don't take a side...
2: How judgmental, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't appreciate that.
2: I feel crucified, Mike.
3: I don't blame you.
2: And I'm not religious, so... (laughs) Uh, Well, that's how it goes, and uh, yeah, for those that don't know, there was a sponsor, and they were on board for a while. I don't know what happened, don't know, but I can only take a guess, and from my uh, intuition, my psychic abilities, Mike, they tell me that the corporate suits took a a listen for themselves, or looked at the guests, and thought, yeah, this program is political, and we can't have that here, yes.
3: Right. Their words. (laughs) You know, it reminds me, I've heard, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is, but I've heard a lot about how some of these right uh, left-wingers want to take away Falk Radio. Really? From what I've heard. That's not good. I don't know how true that is, but I mean, I've heard some things, as Robert De Niro would say.
2: Well, Mike, this is not a a political show, so that cannot be further from the truth. I'm actually yep. drinking a beer right now. So how many other <laughs> how many other political show hosts uh, out there uh, would say that to you, Mike?
3: <laughs> exactly. Right. So there you go.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that subject always comes up. Uh, but yes, it's, it's 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 a subject that we talk about though. We we can't avoid talking about the political uh, spectrum and uh, especially when we're talking about current news, uh, and this is a, a entertainment show, by the way, folks. In a moment, we'll be doing Celebrity death pool, so yeah, it's a political show, no doubt. Yeah. I can't wait to see CNN and Fox News uh, do that bit. <laughs> People are delusional, Mike, and that's the way it's always been. Nothing new under the sun. This is true. Right. So I was given a timeout. The last two videos were removed by YouTube, and I suppose YouTube does not want... Uh, to face any more legal ramifications, Mike. It's always fun and games until you start getting sued.
3: I heard, um, maybe you heard too, but uh, heard apparently Mr. Donald Trump is considering opening up his own business of social media.
2: Really? Well, That's he, what I heard. Well, he's got the money.
3: Yeah, yeah. Certainly so, nice. Yeah, he could do that. Uh, I don't see why not. I, I have to say, without, without going off the topic here, I do go ahead, have to go say ahead. this. This whole there. impeachment nonsense is just that. Just nonsense. Um, well. You know why they're doing it, right?
2: Well, I believe the last time I checked, I think he was uh, acquitted.
3: At, when? When did you hear this? Uh, today. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I stand corrected.
2: I'm not sure if you read that, bud, or heard. No,
3: I, I, I did. You're, this is the first I'm hearing about it. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he's fine.
3: Good. Well, I you think. Know what? I don't good. know if
2: that's true or not, but that's one of the headlines I read this morning.
3: I, I heard Adam Schiff is trying to convince Congress to uh, form some sort of a law to prevent him from running again. Donald Trump, that is.
2: Right, yeah. People in the chat are saying, yes, he was acquitted.
3: Good, good. I'm
2: happy. Yeah, so he mind. wasn't impeached. But yes, okay. that was and- the one of many headlines I saw, as well as a earthquake in Japan. Oh uh, Yeah, that reminded me of what happened out here. That's Yeah, that crazy-ass earthquake. Wow. Right. But anyways, uh, Mike, just really quickly here, I did want to mention for those out there who missed the last few shows, I did post a free show out there on Patreon. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And that's the show I did with uh, Captain Dan Hanley. And yes, that was an incredible show. So make sure you listen to that whenever you can. It's a free show, so go out there and check that episode out, boys and girls. And yes, for those that do and um, have subscribed or donated money, I will always send you the episodes myself um, as a token of my appreciation. You know, Mike, I always email the episodes myself and say thank you and all that nonsense uh, to people all the time. <laughs> and they're like, is that you? <laughs> I say, yes, of course, it's only me, only you. it's only me. There's not some big conglomerate here, you know it's not some corporate sponsored gig of sorts, you know, a, a lot of people have that impression of the of the program for some uh some reason, but no folks, I'm drinking beer just like you right now,
3: although I still think you need a producer,
2: why, well, I'm the producer I'm uh- I know. Well, I many say, you,
3: you need to be in a uh, more important and have a producer so you can just sort of do other things. Well we have Drink
2: an on and, yeah, well we have an <laughs> on and off producer, by the way. He he's sometimes here, sometimes he's not. Oh, okay. But yes, Mike, back to Dark Matters here. As always, these are tumultuous times, the pandemic, the vaccines, the civil unrest, the cancel culture of sorts, world conflict, the, the list goes on, Mike. It really does. Um, keep your head above water, boys. That's all I could really say to all of you out there. And of course, Mike, as we break into current news now, um, our friend Mer- Marilyn Manson is taking lots of heat. I'm not sure if you have been uh, reading up on that, Mike, but...
3: It- interesting you bring that up because I just connected with a person today that I haven't spoken to in almost 15 years. What they and say. she said the same thing. She goes, you know, I was... I, I in, in without going into detail, she said I've been seeing Marilyn Manson all over the news, right. and it reminded me of you, Mike. She said because that's where I met her at a Marilyn Manson show.
2: How ironic!
3: Indeed. So, what's going on with Manson? I gotta know.
2: Well, did she say anything? About she did
3: him? not, because I had to get off the the internet to come on this show. So uh, I left it at that, and I, I I figured I'd find out later. But if if you know what's going many, on,
2: the, many accusations, by the way, of what, of a uh, sexual assault,
3: Uh-oh. domestic,
2: yeah, domestic violence, that sort of thing, biting women while having sex with them, but biting you know, yeah. going a little too far there. Okay. Going a little wild there. Hmm. Um, one of the victims said that she was uh, brainwashed and manipulated into submission. Uh. And she was in fear of her life.
3: Okay. But the by thing is
2: There's a lot of women that have been saying this about him for uh, many years so and of Jeez. course
3: uh, you know other I, people I have you, but uh, By the I, way, Mike, other people
2: you. have thrown him under the bus um, unfortunately, so that's not good. And by people I never thought would uh, throw him under the proverbial bus. But go ahead, Mike, I'm sorry.
3: I, I just got to in- I interrupt you. You know, you're talking about Marilyn Manson and his maybe some kinky sex stuff. Sure. Jeez. Like isn't that what rock stars do? I mean, I know I did. I would believe so. So yeah, like who's next? So anyway, is he is he going to have to go to trial? Uh, I have no
2: idea. Probably. We'll see what happens. But yeah, lots of women are saying all these things right now uh, about him, and we will find out soon enough, right? If, if something. If someone does come forward and say something, but yeah, someone in the chat says Manson's career is done. I would believe so. That that's the way it's handled these days, Mike. Uh, yes. Once many people come forward and they sort of say something like this, your shit is done, no doubt.
3: Yeah, and especially, um, you know, if they're far left, because they know everything and they're better than everyone.
2: And now he's gone. Who's and now gone? I'll take a drink. Who's gone? Uh, Marilyn Manson's career.
3: Oh. (laughs) It's like, am I gone? Who's gone?
2: (laughs) No, he's gone.
3: Well, ain't a lot of weight.
2: You can't come back from that one, though. That's the thing.
3: No, you're right. And look how many people have, you know, it's such a touchy subject because- It is, yeah. Like I just said, in rock and roll, I've heard nothing but kinky stories of course of course
2: so yeah Yeah. i'm sure these women already know going in what may or may not happen but i think you know they i guess he took in their minds i guess he took it too far
3: what about uh what about what's his name that porno star um
2: jenna jameson
3: no the guy the guy i think she was with
2: him by the way uh yeah you're talking about ron jeremy
3: now yeah, yeah, Ron Jeremy. Uh, I don't know what. There's what,
2: another one. Well, I was I was just gonna say I'm not sure what's going on with Ron Jeremy, but that guy is just a a sneeze away from dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a sneeze
3: away from dying. Well, look at guy him, he, that?
2: Well, look at the guy. He looks oh, like he's yeah. dead already.
3: He's going through some hellish ordeal. I I feel sorry for some of these people. You know, I mean, he looks like it, an it, extra it, from
2: like, The Walking Dead, Mike, in this uh, photo it, here.
3: I don't know but but if you're going to get involved with someone like Ron Jeremy or uh, Marilyn Manson, I mean don't you have like any inkling on what the hell you're getting involved with? I mean you know these guys are – I mean Ron Jeremy is a porno star. Marilyn Manson is the devil's son. I mean what do you, what do you expect? You're going to screw up with these people. You might overstep some boundaries of normal morals. Yeah, I would
2: probably uh, not be going uh, into a room alone with uh, Marilyn Manson. That's for sure. <laughs> Even as a man, I would probably not uh, think about doing that myself, Mike. <laughs> that's for Definitely. sure. Yeah, so you'll you'll never see me hanging around him. That's for sure. Uh, but mm. someone else actually threw him under the bus and they were like, yeah, he uh, did all these things that he's been ac- accused of.
3: I wouldn't doubt it.
2: I'm, I'm trying to find out who sent that, but there was a. Uh, another musician, uh, who was making, oh, there it is. Yes. Uh, Wes Borland. That was a uh, limb biscuits, um, guitarist. He described him as a bad guy who needs to face his demons. All right. So, yeah, I, I guess
3: he is he- a demon,
2: I guess. Yeah. I guess he's a demon. I guess Marilyn Manson is a piece of shit of sorts, according to <laughs> this guy and to the women, you know, that he heard.
3: So, these women are saying that they were physically harmed?
2: I believe so, yes. That's what they are accusing uh, Marilyn Manson of doing. Okay. And Trent Reznor, I believe.
3: Oh, you got to be kidding. Him, too?
2: I believe so. Trent Reznor also uh, said some stuff about Marilyn Manson. I believe he said some stuff in his book, too. I'm not quite sure if that's true.
3: Oh, I thought you meant he was also accused of doing kinky things.
2: Well, you know, I wouldn't. Put past them at one time. Trent Reznor also living the life, especially in the early, early and late 90s. You know, he was kind of on top of the world. And that was a very different um, sort of era in the world. You know, you can get away with murder if you were a rock star of sorts, Mike. You know, you could do all this kind of crazy shit. Indeed. It's not like that no more, though.
3: Everybody's uptight and touchy. It's
2: not like that no more. And of course, uh, Gina Carano, another star that is facing lots of trouble right now. Very hot story right now, Mike. It involves a former Disney employee by the one of uh, by the one uh, named Gina Carano, former mixed martial arts fighter, uh, by the way, Mike. Uh, early on in uh, mixed martial arts, there was. Not much of a women's MMA scene. You know, there, were, there weren't there were many women that were popular during that era. And uh, Gina Carano was uh, sort of like a breakout star for women's MMA, Mike. She was uh, huge for a while. She was a household name of sorts uh, for fight fans around the world. And after she quit fighting, she went on to become an actress of sorts and she found great success, Mike. But just recently, she made a very, very grave error. She slept with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> well, I think he would have definitely slept with her. That's for sure. <laughs> but no, um, she made some uh, comments that uh, pissed off uh, Disney, by the way. Uh-oh. Yep, uh, she talked about the Jews, Mike.
3: Oh, God forbid.
2: So, you know. <laughs> but that's, she should know better, though, to be making those sort of comments, especially when you're that deep in Hollywood. You don't see that, and no, um,
3: you know. Apparently, you don't. You know. Well, I mean, why, Hollywood is run by Jews anyway? <laughs> but why
2: would you? But why would you do that, though? In my opinion, I mean, if you're making that kind of money, if you have that sort of gig gig going on, Mike, and you're making uh, millions of dollars, you know, you're working for Disney, and oh, I uh, totally,
3: I totally get what you're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I come from uh, no, you know, I don't, I don't have those sort of opportunities. Uh, I don't see that kind of money, so. When I see people piss it away like that, I just think, "Well, shit, I, I I can't feel too bad for you." I support what you say all the time, though. You know, I I I support your freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, no doubt. But it's like, my God, at at some point, Mike, do you really have to uh, throw your opinion out there? Well, is it that is I, it that needed? As for everything? much as
3: I understand exactly what you're talking about. I can only speak for myself. I'm the kind of person I can't. I can't sit back. You can't
2: help it, Mike. You have to. You have to shout it out.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I would almost say that you're the same way. I mean, if somebody, if somebody tells you, Michael, we don't want you to say talk about this on your show. Would you? I mean, would it take money for you to to, to make that decision? Or if I was working, like,
2: if I was working for Disney, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a fucking idiot, that's for sure. All right,
3: yeah. All right. Yeah, if I'm getting paid, Checkmate. yeah, right, man. You got it. You got it. <laughs> if
2: you were making millions of dollars, Mike, would you be saying all this crazy shit online?
3: Totally agree. would I totally you. Totally get it. Would I? I guess I'd have to keep my mouth shut if I was making a real I mean, Mike, let,
2: let, let me let me just keep it real f- with you here. Mike, you had a golden opportunity at one time in your life as well to uh be in a band that was known all around the world. Are you going to fuck that up?
3: Did my best not to, but at the same time- You know what I, I mean? Could, Are you going
2: to try to fuck all that shit up for yourself if if you have no. that going on? Well, that's what I mean. It's like- You're right. Why would you want to jeopardize that?
3: I agree. I agree. I I, I, I just think that in some cases, I think it might be overwhelming where a person wants to speak their mind. I don't agree with
2: her being fi- or Well, let go and being blacklisted that, that way, though.
3: Well, blacklisting is is that's just something. I think that's what they're gonna. New.
2: I think that's what they're gonna do to her.
3: Probably, things are just messed up in the world.
2: Yeah. So you know, I don't agree with that at all.
3: Great. I think she I should agree. be. Able,
2: I think everyone should be allowed to say whatever they want.
3: That's what this country is supposed to be about: freedom of speech. And and now you know as well as I do, Instagram, Twi- I'm sorry, not Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. They're all cutting people down. Look, I mean. Whatever happened to um uh social media company?
1: Which
2: one?
3: There's a uh, lot. The one, the, oh, you one mean, the one I was gonna switch to. Oh, you mean Parlor? Me. Parlor. <laughs> right. They were they were getting a, like a huge overload of people that were leaving Facebook. I was gonna be one of those people, and all of a sudden, like I know they had something to do with the the storage of their the memory I'm on
2: MySpace uh, right now.
3: Is that still around?
2: I think it is, by the way.
3: Okay. But, uh, Pollard, like, they ended up, I think they tried to sue Amazon or vice versa, and they lost. And now, like, where are they? I don't even know what happened. This is wrong. We can't just have Facebook, all right? Facebook is so big. What's, 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 uh, what's Mother Zucker, uh, what's he worth now?
2: Lots of money, that's for sure.
3: Billions.
2: Billions, right. Right. More money so, than we can ever see in our lifetimes. But yes, that's, that's the sort of right. thing I'm talking about, though, Mike. Why would you um, self sabotage your yourself, your gig?
3: I understand. That's my I mindset
2: know. because, Mike, you know, I don't get that sort of those sort of opportunities. So, you know, I'm a hungry motherfucker. So when I see <laughs> that sort of thing, I'm like, well, I can feel bad for you. Down you go. Okay. That's right. But don't worry Mike, she's got options She's got options, someone already swooped in And our good friend uh, Ben Shapiro is doing that But of course uh, Ben Shapiro um, (laughs) He doesn't have The kind of money that uh, Disney has So that's why I'm like Okay, uh, big victory there You have Ben Shapiro Big fucking deal (laughs) There's a lot of money there by Ben Shapiro Yeah Well,
3: good old Ben he gets on my nerves sometimes. He's really smart, but he gets on my nerves He's sometimes. got a
2: face you just want to punch, that's for sure. <laughs> He's, he, he does. He's got one of those faces. You, you really just want to sort of do that. I don't know why.
3: You know who I can't stand listening to anymore? There and you go. I, and I only say this – I say this not because his information isn't good. I say this because – his show is nothing but commercials. Sean Hannity. I can't stand listening to his show anymore. Ah, uh,
2: Hannity I stinks.
3: I know you don't like the guy too much, and that's cool. But I used to listen to him, like, because, you know, in the daytime, if I was out in the car, I'd just pop on the radio. I
2: don't like him, leave. but I, I respect him as a sort of a worker, sort right. of kind of guy. as a broadcaster of sorts. You know, he does TV, and then he does radio and all that, so... Not, not not easy I, to do. I'm so, only yeah, with you on that. Yeah, so you know I do respect him for that, but yeah, I don't really like him uh, too much.
3: Well, for me, it's just that, like uh, you you could literally if you were to count the amount of minutes he's on, he's probably only on for about an hour and 5 minutes. Everything else is commercials.
2: No, oh, that's right.
3: And that makes me sick. Well, that's so, how they
2: make their money, Mike. Uh, oh. Got to sell it's those ads.
3: And and I appreciate that, but man, you got to be kidding me. Like two hours of ads, that's just, that's just taking it too far.
2: Right. Well, just let me quickly say this, Mike, again, in closing of, you know, freedom of speech, uh, again, I support everyone's freedom of speech. I I don't care what you believe in or what you don't believe in. I just know there are certain hills I'm not willing to uh, die on, Mike. I, I don't have that kind of money, that FU money or these opportunities that lots of these celebrities. These people worship. I don't get that sort of thing in my life. You know, I always had trouble uh, feeling any sort of sorrow for those who get nonstop opportunities and these chances in life and uh, piss them all away, Mike.
3: I agree with you 100%. I do. I really do. She
2: was also going to get her own show, by the way, Mike, uh, Gina Carano. She was going to be the face of uh, the the, big, the biggest franchise ever.
3: Okay. So I have a question for you then. Go ahead. I understand what you're saying like you know if you get a get a job like this it's going to pay you lots and lots of money is it worth it to keep your mouth shut and be categorized as one of the people who are making a, a lot of these accusations to those people that they don't like or should you just shut your mouth you know and 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 you know keep that money or uh, can you Can you be strong enough to keep your mouth? Or would you rather just be yourself and say, you know what? Screw the money. I'm my own person. Don't tell me what I I can and can't say.
2: I'm about the money, my friend. (laughs) I don't care who that offends or how you feel about it. I'm going to go through the entire world to get what I want uh, through my rebellions and through my intransigence, Mike. Well taken. So I don't give a fuck. What anyone thinks right. about me, yeah. who gives a shit if you don't like that answer I just said?
3: You're right. Why I would I care?
2: Why would I care?
3: You know what? I, I, I agree with you 100%. I just don't trust myself. Are you paying
2: my bills, you. so why would I care?
3: I just think I would end up making a mistake by opening my mouth because I I got a big mouth.
2: See, that's what I mean, though. You have to be wise, Mike. You're right. You got to be and wise.
3: I'm- I'm an idiot sometimes. You got really that, do you have
2: that kind of money to, to say those sort of things is my question to you and to everyone out there. Do you have that fuck you money to Wish throw I your did. dick around in the air? Wish I did. Buddy. I don't, so I can't afford to do that sort of thing. So, I mean, anyone else who says otherwise, I think you're a fucking piece of shit liar. Mm. And fuck you. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. I hear you, bro. So you know you can kiss my ass if you think little of me. I, I don't give a fuck what you think.
3: Kiss your black ass.
2: You can kiss my black ass, you little bitch.
3: <laughs> kiss my. How Jane.
2: about that? <laughs> I don't give a fuck what any of you think.
3: Screw them.
2: That's right, bastards, bastards. You don't pay shit for me in my life, so why would I care about any of your opinions? That's just, I'm just going to keep it real with all of you. Why the fuck would I lie?
3: <laughs> oh, I wish I had some of that FU money. I really, really do. I I mean, if
2: I did, I would act the same way. If I had that kind of money, I'd be saying the most horrendous things uh, ever. You know, mm. I'd be wishing uh, COVID on everyone <laughs> if I had that kind of money. Well, why the fuck not? Hell yeah. Give a shit. Right? <laughs> right. By the way, uh, Lilith in the chat room uh, said something about uh, Como, and he's in deep trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Really really. deep trouble. Yes, Andrew Como. He's he's been a bad boy.
3: What'd he do now?
2: He lied.
3: Oh, not him.
2: He's a filthy liar, Mike, is what happened. No. That lying son of a bitch.
3: I'm shocked.
2: That liar. What'd he do? Well, he lied about what was going on with COVID and the nursing
3: homes. No, right, not Mr. Not Mr. Are, you Como. Shocked? Are you shocked? The flaming Como. <laughs> <laughs> Am I shocked? No, because... This yeah, is I know the you're not idiot. shocked. I know you're not he's shocked, a, yeah. He, he's the same dumb governor who put the COVID patients in the senior citizen homes. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think I have some audio here for you, by the way.
0: Oh, good.
2: Let me see if I could find it, because it's buried here. With many bodies Mike
3: (laughs) (laughs) Many skeletons Many
2: skeletons yes (laughs) But yes he's been very naughty And now he's in trouble Don't know what's going to happen to our friend But I am looking forward To what the consequences may Lay for our boy here Me too Can you believe that
3: about Cuomo? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean I can. I just, uh, I'm. Uh, they're amazing. They. I'm a little surprised,
2: Mike. I can't believe he lied about that. To be Michael, honest, they're all a Hypocrites.
3: They're all hypocrites. These these politicians. All of them. Left and right. Mostly left, though.
2: Mostly left,
3: though. Mostly left. <laughs> I think are the liars and the hypocrites. I think the Republicans are just weak, and flip floppy.
2: They're flimflamish
3: flim flamish flip floppy
2: I think that's like an insult to certain people out there if you call them a flim flam man
3: oh really or or what if you call them Fredo
2: (laughs) or that too I think that's pretty bad that's what that's what Cuomo
0: is (laughs) Fredo
2: but my god (sighs) yeah he's getting a lot of heat that Andrew Cuomo Uh, ladies and gentlemen I'm sure you can uh, see that yourselves but that's the way she goes (laughs) We'll see what happens to our friend. I'm not sure what's going to happen to him. you think he's going to resign?
3: Oh, he'll get the job again. He always does.
2: Slapping the wrist, Mike?
3: I mean, of course. And and he'll end up getting a second or third term, whatever, because the left doesn't seem to hold anybody who's in politics uh, responsible for their actions. Look at Biden, as we've talked about multiple times, Michael, you and I. The uh the touchy feely the big guy the Joe Biden Joe Biden uh touchy feely with the women um the whole thing with Hunter Biden the getting paid millions of dollars from uh the mayor of Moscow getting paid uh, percentages through Hunter from China I mean if that's not a kick in the face to to people I mean how could you how could you vote for a guy who puts China above america and don't say that he doesn't because he does believe i have a clip now mike
0: okay
2: let's uh run that believe i have that loaded up yep i sure do um let's let's hope you can hear it mike here we go
4: you joining me now to react to my open and much more
2: you could hear that right yes okay
1: here we go author
4: firebrand Florida Congressman Matt Gates. All right. Good evening, Congressman. Uh, am I wrong?
1: You're not, I would add, obstruction of justice to the potential violations of federal criminal law. Here you had Governor Cuomo potentially destroying records that evidenced this scheme that was a very deadly one. Everyone's familiar with the Times Square game of card hustles, but here they were playing three-card Monty with grandma, moving folks from nursing homes into hospitals and then injecting the virus right back into nursing homes. And you really do see in New York and Florida a tale of two governors a tale of two states in Florida we used the National Guard to ensure that even nursing home staff did not bring the virus uh, into an area where it could kill the most vulnerable people where and but we let you know younger people college students students in high school and in grade school live their lives and not see this impact of the virus uh, be even more crushing on our society whereas in New York they've destroyed small businesses they've destroyed education they've hindered the development of young people And then the folks that were supposed to be taking care of the most they put in the most peril And what you're so right about is that as prosecutors begin to look at this case You have to follow the money. You have to look at the financial Incentives that were embedded in the decisions to move these people around and put them at terrible and at times lethal risk
2: You know, I hate to agree yes I I hate to agree with anyone from Florida, by the way, but he he made a a pretty good point there Uh, Let's continue this audio Mike.
3: Michael, one one question. Do you know who that is who's speaking?
2: Yeah, that that's that uh gentleman from um what do you call it? uh Matt Gates.
3: Oh, okay. That's why is I said Florida. Left, is he left or right?
2: What do you think, Mike? He's on Fox News.
3: Okay, (laughs) I didn't know.
4: (laughs) Is exacerbated by the fact that now Cuomo was talking about not letting people from Florida come into New York, as though they're the infected ones. When we've got the highest number, we've got the higher number of deaths of senior citizens. Our businesses aren't open, and Florida is open for business. I mean, he is a—he has a pathetic, fragile ego, but he promotes himself as this wonderful governor. But what do you think of the fact? He's
2: still from Florida, by the way. I just wanted to remind you, Mike.
3: Who
4: Cuomo?
2: No, no, this gentleman talking.
3: Oh, oh, okay, okay. Florida is doing great. Good God,
4: Congressman! <laughs> that the the media played into his Emmy-winning book on leadership, and all of his, you know, is 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 having these press conferences. He's an example for all of us. Don't they have some
1: some role in this? Oh, the media is absolutely culpable in advancing this mythology of Cuomo that is belied by the facts, and the facts keep getting uglier and uglier, both for the governor of New York and the media. Now, it wasn't just Ron DeSantis that they were smearing. At the time, we were going through a presidential election, and while they were promoting Andrew Cuomo as the great oracle of response to the coronavirus, they were conducting the flu d'etat against our president, acting as though everything he was doing was causing this virus to be more deadly. The reality is the 45th president put us on the path to the fastest, safest vaccine development the world has ever known. And, you know, we are still seeing the consequence of President Trump's actions in the saving of lives. And sadly, we're only starting to unearth the extent to which the actions of Governor Cuomo cost lives, because when people died as a consequence of their policy decisions, they recategorize those deaths as deaths in a hospital. So someone could get infected in a nursing home, get moved to the hospital, and then they Cook the books to make that a hospital death, not a nursing home death. And they were doing it to cover up the choices that they made that put blood on their hands.
4: Well, and the sad part is that each individual who died and I think now we're up to more than 13,000 of individuals in this in this situation, they had no idea what was going on. They couldn't talk to their relatives, they couldn't be with their relatives, and I understand from some of the EMTs and the ambulance drivers who took them to the hospital that they would make a phone call for them before they died. And when they got out, they didn't even know what to expect. They didn't know where they were going. But let's let's talk about You know what will happen? You've been in government long enough to know. Do you think that the attorney general in New York or the Department of Justice
1: will investigate this in a fair and judicial way? Oh, I have no confidence in the United States Department of Justice. That has become an institution of political hackery. There is a longstanding tension, though, that exists between attorneys general in the state of New York and governors. Andrew Cuomo knows that well. He rather famously uh, bristled and had conflict with the governor when he was the attorney general. And so I'm actually more confident in the state of New York pursuing this uh, than I am the U.S. Department of Justice. You've already seen Joe Biden give Governor Cuomo the warm embrace at the white house that was a signal to his department of justice that for the sake of politics they do not want criminal accountability in this case
2: you know i hate to agree with him but he's right sir so yes lots of calls for um the governor to resign because of this scandal that's going on yep might happen
3: oh god i really do hate politics i really do and i'll tell you michael um, as you know, I was really messed up after the election. I was very, very messed up, as were a lot of people. And since then, I've had to take—I've had to take precautions for myself. I—I I can't listen to the news like I used to. I can't get involved as much as I did. No, 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 no—not even. Stop, not even. Come not even on. too much. No, too much. Yeah, too it's, much. Okay. It's not that Go ahead.
2: I was trying to, you know, line you up. Go ahead.
3: All I'm all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I've become I I was so in 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 no wait engulfed engulfed right engulfed in in this politic these politics you were burning I was burning your and I pee was burning, was burning. My mind out I was burning up man your pee I was burning stop. yes I had to stop I it's just it's so crazy what's going on it really is
2: it really is crazy yeah. These are uh, odd times, to say the very least, Mike, no doubt. We are seeing all sorts of uh, changes taking place in real time. And, um, Mike, but don't worry. You, too, can get vaccinated soon, Mike. Don't worry.
3: Well, I'm having second thoughts about that now, too.
2: Really, Mike? You are backing out.
3: Well, and you know why?
2: What happened now?
3: They're talking about, all right, you, you, get, the, you get the vaccine, And you still have to wear a mask. That's right. You still have to wear the mask. Mm -hmm. Now I'm hearing on the radio, uh, I heard, uh, what was it the other day, that apparently they're making it seem that if you wear two masks, that's even better. I can barely breathe with one on. (laughs) I'm going to put two on. So what is the purpose of getting a vaccine if you still have to wear a mask? I might as well just wear the mask and wait until they perfect the, the vaccine.
2: I'm with you on that.
3: I know you are. That's why I'm bringing it up.
2: I'm not really too fond of um, this vaccine. And of course, the University of Oxford announced Saturday that they will be launching a new trial to uh, test this COVID-19 vaccine uh, on children, I believe.
3: Good. Use those kids.
2: Use those kids for something, right?
3: (laughs) Put them to work. Those
2: child labor laws, right? We need to get rid of those.
3: Make them work. You're over four. Start getting a job, kid.
2: Yeah. You are seven (laughs) years old. Off to the mines. (laughs) Off to the mines. Here's a pack of cigarettes, kid. Go ahead. (laughs) Make it happen. Live your life.
3: (laughs) Put one of those candles on your head. Hey, kid.
2: Hey, kid. uh, Don't wear a mask. You know, live live
3: wild. (laughs) Live free. And when you're done, get (laughs) to your second job of cleaning chimneys.
2: That's right. But, you know, on a serious note, school districts, I believe, have been saying, you know, mental health professionals remain concerned about the pandemic's effect on uh, children's mental health. I believe it's affected everyone's mental health, I believe, you know. It's affected all of us (laughs) one way or another.
3: Darn right. Darn right.
2: But apparently lots of uh, suicides going on, Mike. Uh, Suicide is the new black. Yep. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you.
2: Yeah, so, you know, we see the the lockdowns, they've had this tremendous impact on businesses, our lives were altered one way or another, like I mentioned, that would be the case. Uh, unless you didn't leave your home to uh, begin with, you know, then uh, it's not much of a change. Right. But yes, I'm not surprised in the very least about what's going on with these vaccines. I'm not anti, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, by the way. Okay. However... I don't know what the long-term effects will be after using this sort of a uh, vaccine that's not really proven uh, effective all the way. Right, I guess you can and say. I, re-
3: I remember you talking about that.
2: However, however, nothing is one hundred percent effective.
3: True, and 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 not the, even in the, science.
2: The,
3: right, and and with the strain of the the virus like changing and mutating mutating.
2: right right
3: you know you gotta you gotta keep up to keep up with it in fact didn't they just recently say that the the british strain the uk
2: strain right
3: is actually becoming a little bit of a concern and and, you know
2: it's coming yeah it's becoming much more of the driving force now it's the main strain now that most are catching out here in california Strain the drain. Strain the drain, that's right. And by the way, Trump's COVID-19, uh, his issue with COVID was actually much more serious. Uh, apparently, Mike, that's what I read earlier. I'm glad we mentioned that because that that did remind me. So uh, apparently he was pretty bad, uh, Mike.
3: Who were we talking about, Trump?
2: Yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. When, he, when he was fighting COVID, when he contracted the virus in October, I believe right. his condition was... A lot more severe than was let let known, Mike. Was it really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Okay. If that's true, I don't know, but that's just being reported. Apparently, Trump's blood oxygen levels alone were a deep concern, apparently, dipping into the 80s. That's what the New York Times wrote in this article, I recall. But yeah, goddamn. Who would have known, right?
3: A diggity dog.
2: Yeah, thank God for Remdesivir. That's what uh, helped uh, Donald Trump, by the way. Yeah, you know, and I remember first hearing about Trump and Melania contracting the virus. Lots of laughs were had uh, by many, but I didn't really think it was that amusing. I thought it was just pretty wild, you know.
3: Well, you know, um, there are so many people who blatantly asked for the death of of our president, um, yet they claim to be such liberal PC people. So That's just going too far, though. You know, hypocrites
2: shouldn't really be um, wishing death on anyone unless they, Uh, you know, unless they slighted you, you know, unless they physically harmed you in a way. I think, well, I think you have the right to wish that upon someone. I think that you have the God given right to uh, feel that way and say that way. You know, like when I say people want me dead, you know, they say all these terrible things and I say, you know, they have the right to feel that way.
3: Yeah, I'm but not at afraid the of that. same time the all right, I, I'm not even going to get too political <laughs> on this. I'm just saying that the people that were making these comments against the president were saying so strictly based on hate.
2: Well, there was lots of yes, I saw I well, I heard as you did, Mike. Lots of um crazy shit coming from all sorts of sides.
3: Yeah, just hateful stuff. Hate um,
2: hate right. Hate. You did see it. Uh, Double standards uh, how- um is what we are seeing
3: you know and then and then they blame him oh you know our president has the blood of 400,000 people uh, there you know the death of 400,000 people on his hands come on they were blaming him for the the virus unbelievable
2: by the way i do have audio of trump's lawyer by the way forgot i had that here let's uh, play
3: that for anything he does that same hatred and anger
2: has led house managers to ignore their own words and actions and set a dangerous double
3: standard. The House managers spoke about rhetoric, about a constant drumbeat of heated language. Well, as I'm sure everyone watching expected, we need to show you some of their own words.
4: I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw a punch. Well, you have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him.
0: I'd like to take him behind the gym
4: if I were in high school. If you were in high school, I'd take him behind
2: the gym and beat the hell out of him.
4: No, I wish we were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take
0: out now. when was the last time an actor assassinated a president they're still gonna have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful
3: and you and you tell them not anymore, anywhere I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House.
1: Please, get up in the face of some Congress people.
4: People will do what they do.
1: I want to tell you, Dutch, I want to tell you,
0: Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will
4: pay the price. We're going to go in there, we're going to... Well, this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful.
3: Walk lightly. And for those Shake. of you who are soldiers...
4: Make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive?
3: (laughs) All a bunch of hypocrites.
0: Every single day. And there's more. I promise to fight every single day. One, I'm a fighter and I'm relentless, but I'm a fighter and I'm relentless. A fighter and I'm relentless. I will fight like hell.
4: But the way I see it now is that we pick ourselves up and we fight back. That's what I think is.
2: Why do these people want to fight so badly, Mike?
3: <laughs> because they're hypocrites. I hate them. I just want to punch every one of them in the head with a bat. And they all talk about how much they want to fight and they need to kill Trump and they need to. You 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 left people you know you right people uh, who voted for Trump you better watch out they're just they're just nothing but lying hypocrites and I can't stand them.
2: You probably shouldn't let politics um roll over you that badly where you know you have to fight the opposition especially these people making these comments you know they should kind of uh, know better, Mike.
3: And as especially I said, the it's all about <laughs> hatred, Michael.
2: Holy shit! But I'm just saying uh, it's 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 amazing, really. The sort of a rhetoric that you get on both sides of, of the coin here, Mike.
3: Well, it, but it's mostly the left. They they talk about well, of course, all, sure. For the four years, all they did was talk about impeachment and and getting in the face of this, that, and the other person. They're all hypocrites. Every single one of them. I mean, I talk about punching
2: people, but I'm not, you know, a politician and, of sorts.
3: And that's exactly what they did at some of their some of their rallies where they punched veterans who were in wheelchairs, punching them in the head, hitting innocent people in the head with bike chains and macing people and even hitting horses. I and mean, horses got me more pistols Who hit a horse, Mike? Somebody somebody hit a police horse in really? the face oh, shit. with one of their one of their bats. And that you know, when I heard that, oh Michael, you know what I wanted to do when I heard that. I just wanted to I wanted to get out my gun and kill that person. you want to get a horse? Well, that's besides the point. But <laughs> right. hurting an animal just sets me it on sets fire.
2: sets you off. Right, right.
3: Sets me on fire. And I hate when people hurt animals.
2: Of course. Uh, you never want to see that. That's for sure. I think only shitheads do that, right? They they torture animals.
3: Well, any schmuck that hits an animal it deserves to have the same thing done to them.
2: You deserve to get molested by Marilyn Manson?
3: <laughs> and, and and what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> <The other laughs> <God>, Ron Jeremy. <laughs>
2: Ron Jeremy, right?
3: Double teamed.
2: <laughs> right at the you right in prison. In prison behind bars, right? <laughs> That'd be rough. Imagine imagining <laughs> tag teamed by Marilyn Manson and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> That's probably happened know. at that Viper uh, Bar, whatever it's called, the one that Johnny Depp owns. Where in Hollywood? Yeah, I think he's probably. I think that's probably gone down a time or two in that room. Wouldn't put it down doubt, put it past them.
3: I, I wouldn't pass, put it past them either. That's what Hollywood and and rock and roll and anybody in the with power and fame. That's what they do: kinky sex, lots of drugs, and money. Right. Right is right.
2: Unfortunately, that's the way it's always been.
3: That's the way it is.
2: Right, my. Friend. Um, By the way, I I was going to play the rest of this, but I don't think we have to um, play the rest of that clip here, Mike.
3: I I do know that mm -hmm. they have been showing footage of all the leftists who have been saying all the things that they're saying now about Trump. Again, I'm repeating myself. They are hypocrites and liars because they're saying they're, they're accusing the former president of the very things that they themselves have said and or done
2: right that sort of um sort of rhetoric should not be allowed by either side uh talking that way talking reckless like that mike
3: uh-huh. should know better uh-huh.
2: these people should know better that's for sure that's that should be the underlying message uh, as a politician you should know better
3: you would think that
2: well these but- people aren't acting professional you know these motherfuckers aren't professional what can i say <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, as I I said it before, Michael, they are hypocrites. They talk all this big talk, but it's like they don't listen to the news. This is what I was saying before. When people have an ideology, when when you think – I'm going to use political terms because it's the easiest way to express it. Okay, so you're on the left. You're a Democrat. So that means you don't listen to anything the right has to say from the horse's mouth. You only listen to what the interpretation of the media says on the left. This is how I became the person that I am today. By – by, when I was a Democrat, I started seeing things and hearing things that didn't agree with me. So what did I do? I went to the right and listened directly to what they had to say. That's when I realized that the Democrats lie more than the, than the Republicans. And that's how I, I got out of being a Democrat. You want to understand your, your your opponent or your enemy, listen to what they have to say rather than what the news media has to say because the media is not doing its job. Now,
2: you're going to join Antifa, Mike.
3: Oh, I thought you knew I'm already a member.
2: You're already a member? Yeah. <laughs> you're a method. God
0: forbid.
2: You're a method actor now, Mike. You're you're yeah. getting in character. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Very nice. Um my, oh, my goodness, if Mike, my
3: goodness. Michael, I give you my permission. If I ever join that, shoot me right in the head.
2: <laughs> no doubt, and of course I'm looking at that time, Mike. <laughs> I had a burp there, I'm sorry. I had to mute That's myself. Okay. Uh, I see we've been doing this for about an hour and twenty two minutes. And that means I have to take a little drink here. Alright. Right.
3: Same. I'm drink some water.
2: I just took a big uh chug there of this beer. Eight oh five the firestone walker i'm sure you can find that at a gas station near you um, they are not a sponsor of this program but see mike if i was making lots of money i would not dare to speak about another brand of beer Hopefully so because i'm a professional huh? and clearly these people in charge are not goddamn professionals <laughs> it's just they they're amateurs what can i say what can i say so here we go boys and girls it's one of the most offensive segments that we do here on the program and i am shamelessly excited as i always am it is <laughs> celebrity <laughs> Deadpool, 2021 Yay! it is round two round and of two. course these are picks that did not make the first draft these are the second draft picks at least for me i'm not sure about you mike but that's the way it goes here my god uh ah. We are getting older every day, Mike, and um, uh, so are celebrities. I can't believe how time flies by. And yes, we are hearing that music. We are definitely getting older every day, and this is going to be amazing. I am excited. I have goosebumps, as I always do, as I do Celebrity Death Pool, and uh, holy shit, lots to get into here, and there goes the music. That means it's time to get serious. Um. Here we go, Mike, uh, top 10, Celebrity Death Pool, here we go, number 10 for me, Mike, I will start it off as I gave you that opportunity the, the last time, I know. right, here we go, I got the graphic, up. yeah, there we go, got the uh, graphics up now, that looks nice, the chat there, I can't really read your text there, hold on, hold on, I can't do this right yet, Mike, I need to change the coloration here in front of me so I can get in the groove. You know, I got to feel it, Mike.
3: I hear you, bro. I got to
2: get into the the gimmick here, so bear with me, folks. You know, I have to take a drink. Okay, now I'm ready. (laughs) Number 10, Don King. Don King. Don King. Yeah. Right. It might have been 23, 24 years ago to this – well, maybe not to this day exactly, but maybe this year – I believe he uh, had a $100 million lawsuit wow. uh, against Mike Tyson. Oh, shit. I believe so. I believe that was 23 years ago uh, to this year. Mike alleges that uh, uh, Don King, the promoter, systematically defrauded him tens of millions of dollars over a 10-year period. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so Don King, in case you don't know, is alive and well. However, however... His time has come, Mike. I believe <laughs> he will be dying this year. Very possible. Yes, sir. I'm not sure if you have a number 10 pick, Mike, but, um, but you know what? Let me let me backtrack quickly and just say he also has been very political, by the way. He identified himself as a conservative. So he's been <coughs> backing. Yes, Don King. He's been, been backing the, uh, the Republican uh, candidates for a very long time, for those that were curious. But yes, Don King has been very treacherous. He's been a weasel of sorts in the boxing world, uh, even going as far back as uh, Muhammad Ali. Wow. He screwed him. He screwed Larry Holmes. He screwed, uh, I believe, a gentleman by the name of Tim Witherspoon, I believe. That was a little bit ahead of my time there. I'm not sure what Hmm. the situation was there, but yes, Terry Norris, another uh, gentleman that He had issues with Uh, Lennox Lewis, Chris Bird, another fighter that most people have even forgotten about. Uh, Chris Bird, a very good defensive fighter. For those that follow the science of boxing, fight fans around the world will know, so I don't have to really talk to you about that out there. But yes, uh, Don King, very controversial, Mike. Um, I'm not sure what your thoughts and opinions are on Don King, but I've always saw him as a piece of shit of sorts,
3: but <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You I don't hate the guy, up.
2: I don't hate the guy though. He's just, you know, he's just on my top 10 list. He's just there because I think his time is up. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry.
3: I was just going to say, I, I spoke to uh, my guitar player, uh, Tony, uh, what was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. He was telling me. Oh yeah, Tony. Yeah. He, uh, he was actually hanging out with Mike Tyson. Uh, really? Down in, yeah. Down in Panama, him wow. and another fighter, you uh, nice. mentioned whose name, I don't know. But uh I'm not a big Tyson fan. In fact, I was always a big Lennox Lewis fan. In fact. Oh, okay. When Lennox Lewis beat Tyson, uh I was I was invited to a fight party oh. uh, with a bunch of friends of mine. Oh, I cool. think this was like a 2000 when this happened. And uh I was the only one rooting for Le- uh Lennox. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a gambler, but I could have won a shitload of money that you day. You should have.
2: You should have. I,
3: yeah, I know he kicked his ass and everybody was, was uh was betting on Tyson. Oh
2: yes. Oh yes. That Don King though, only in America. Only in America, yeah. as he would say. Love his hair. You really do. <laughs> Some funky hair he's got going on there, right?
0: say
1: <laughs> the media said what <laughs> the media said joe biden's president
0: <laughs> oh my god
3: what the hell are we listening
0: to
2: <laughs> that was the sound of uh, kenneth copeland lo- losing his mind
3: who? Wait, Kenneth Copeland. Fill me in. Who is he?
2: That's our friend, our religious friend who has oh, the, fixed COVID. The crack yes, yes okay. the crackhead.
3: <laughs> oh, they are they all really that cracked up in the head? Honestly, I mean. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I, he's
2: been hanging out with oh. Mike Lindell too long.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh. He's sure, got his
2: dealer man. on speed dial there.
3: <laughs> all right, you ready for mine?
2: Yes, sir. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Okay, here we go. From the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Whoa. Ed Asner.
2: Really? Yeah.
3: That's a good The guy's like 906, I think.
2: That is 906.
3: <laughs> wow. He's pretty ancient. He's old. And I know he's got a lot. I mean, I feel sorry for the guy, but he's got a lot of uh, issues. I think he may have Alzheimer's or dementia. The guy's really slowed down. He's very old. He's in his 90s. has got a lot of problems these days, so I don't think he's going to make it. <coughs> <laughs> he's gonna die of covid <laughs> i hope not but uh i think he is gonna pass away i i think he's had his time he doesn't uh he doesn't look like he's uh healthy anymore
2: poor guy that's my number 10 his time is up poor guy so yes uh number nine george soros <laughs>
3: I hope so. Didn't we talk about him last time? Wasn't he on my list?
2: I believe so. I believe so. But, you know, George Soros, uh, what, what's there to say?
3: Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I
2: think we can all wish him well.
3: Yeah. Not so me. no Don't reason. Yeah no,
2: real, yeah. no real reason for me to put him on the list. But there he is. The most obvious um, I'll go with here is just the man is 90 years old. Yeah. He's, he's, he's on his way out.
3: Not dead quick enough.
2: Dude, the guy was born, check this out, August 12th, 1930. Right. Holy hell.
3: And he worked for the Nazis, turning in his own people.
2: He's a very nice man.
3: Yeah, he's a rich man.
2: Didn't he also famously short the British pound and nearly broke just the Bank of England? I just
3: about to say that,
2: yes. yes I did. recall hearing about that. I wasn't quite sure if that was true or not, but um, oh. he has a very impressive track record, that's for sure.
3: He is one hell of a punk.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. A very um, rich and powerful punk, no doubt.
0: No doubt. So, So yes,
2: he is my number nine. I think he will definitely go. Of course, he was born a Hungarian. I believe so. Uh, He's a billionaire, a philanthropist. And I believe as of May of 2020, he had an end worth of $8.3 billion, Mike. That's a lot of money
3: yeah well that's what's what you that's what you can get when you're a cocksucker like him
2: that goes beyond you know going through the entire world that that's that's something I think, else
3: I think Russia has even banned him from coming into their country really I think so I could be if it's not Russia I know it's it it's definitely a country that has banned him from coming in maybe it's England I don't know because I know he screwed them up too it could be he's a real punk he's a real asshole
2: He also brought down the bank in uh, Thailand, too.
3: Mm,
0: I'm surprised. So he
2: has a very impressive record. Uh, CM5891 says,
3: yeah, but he is a Jewish gentleman, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe so. Jewish gentleman who turned in his own people during the Second World War to the Nazis.
2: Sounds like a a very nice man. You think so? Yeah, he's a a gentleman, a scholar. Sure is. (laughs)
3: Who's your number nine, Mike? Go ahead. Number nine, Mr. Mel Brooks. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see. He's, he's again another guy who's pushing nineties or is ninety. Great guy. Love his movies, um, except for Robin Hood, Men in Tights. That you, didn't one like, didn't you didn't like you didn't like that one. That was stupid. Everything else he's done is fantastic. I mean, it was a comedy. I beg your pardon?
2: I mean, it is a comedy.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't that funny.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. It was kind of corny.
3: That's it was kind of corny, exactly. Right. The guy's,
2: one of my favorite.
3: The guy's oh, 94
2: yeah. years old, by the way.
3: Is he? Yeah, Mel I think he's like 91, but yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, Mel
2: Brooks, 94, I believe.
3: Two favorite movies by him, Young Frankenstein and The Producers.
2: That one is a little bit before my time. I believe I saw The Producers much later on in life. Um, I did like it, but you know, my favorite is always going to be Blazing Saddles.
3: Blazing Saddles, great movie. When he punches that horse,
2: so Ow. yeah, did well. See, Mike, you see, you found some humor in punching a horse.
3: Oh uh, yeah, uh, in <laughs> a, in the movie.
2: In a movie, yes, just not in real life. <laughs> Let's just clarify that. But you never saw Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein, I did watch with my old man. That's true, but it oh, wasn't. Okay. It okay. wasn't my favorite, though. I mean, oh. bla- it was Blazing Saddles and uh, Spaceballs.
3: Spaceballs was pretty silly too, yeah.
2: Well, I like comedy, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm a sucker for I, comedy. I,
3: I got to say, I'm I'm surprised that you never saw um, or don't – you don't think Young Frankenstein is like, you know, the movie.
2: I mean, I like it, but, I mean, it's because I saw Blazing Saddles and Spaceballs before I ever saw Young Frankenstein and, and the producers, to be honest. Oh, okay. So, I had a bit of a bias, you know. It happens. Okay. It happens, cool. but yeah, I, I do like those movies, though. Don't don't get me wrong.
3: Pro- the producers uh, was probably the, one of the last films I saw by him back in the early 2000s, and I I just I fell in love with that film. I don't like show tunes, and it's basically it's a Broadway play right. turned into a movie. Um, and I'm really not much for show tunes, but <laughs> I well, can you tell won't you see one. a
2: movie like and Saddles done again, that's for sure.
3: Oh, the, no, of course not. None of those movies because, no. you know, everybody's so uptight these days.
2: Yeah, that that's, you know, that, that shit's not going to work uh, in this sort of um strange atmosphere that we are all submerged in in 2021. And, uh, you know, they said the same thing about that show Hogan's Heroes back in the day, too.
3: You know, and it's interesting because I, a couple, about a year ago, I had started to buy the DVDs of Hogan's Heroes. Oh, no shit. Yeah, well, you know, I'm afraid that they're never going to release these again. Uh, That's way ahead of my
2: time, Mike, by the way. But thanks to the internet, I I know about that show.
3: Great show. Great show. It was really fun. And uh, some trivia about the guy who plays um, Hogan. Uh, Maybe you know this, but back in, I believe, the 60s or 50s, he was murdered and involved with these pornographic movies he was making with women. Um, big scandal on the guy. and my. Ended getting murdered. Living the good life, huh? Yeah, apparently. Jesus. (laughs) See what I was saying? Hollywood. Holly, weird. Crazy sex.
2: (laughs) People are insane in that world and you got to know what you're getting into, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, which is some of the arguments that you would hear from people defending Harvey Weinstein, however. Mm. But, you know, you can see it that way as well, where you say, you know, these women knew what they were getting themselves into by going into his uh, mansion or room at two in the morning. Right. Yeah. You know, you can't be that naive, right? No. <laughs> so, you know, there is that sort of sense as well. You have to sort of uh, tell yourself, you know, this these women that we are talking about, they're not little girls, you know.
3: You're, you're absolutely right. They all and, have and, and, and motives.
2: Maybe, they all have dreams. And, you know, that guy, he, um, you know, he put those dreams out there. But it is, you know, both parties have to engage as well.
0: This is true.
3: And I, I want to come across being clear on something. Go ahead. I'm not siding with any of these people who are being accused of their sexual perversion. Oh, of course or not. Thing. Of course not. Yeah. What I am saying is that it is a very delicate controversial subject, topic, slash case that, you know, people have to deal with. Um, yeah. And I I don't have an answer. I don't have a uh, severe opinion on any of it. I just think it's it's just pretty messed up. It's just pretty messed up. And and until I actually hear what the court says. It is
2: messed up. And Yeah, we have to wait until the court and all that. But, you know, I, I do feel sorry for the women that were abused, no doubt.
3: Right, provided it's all true, you know. That's why I say it's so hard. to Well, I mean, really come in general, though, opinion.
2: Mike, not not these women that we're talking about, but in general, I'm sure there are women that no oh, doubt were yeah. abused. So, you know, I feel sorry of for course. them. Of right. course,
3: absolutely, Michael, I uh, I'm with you on that a hundred percent, absolutely.
2: No doubt, I'm sure a lot of them were taken advantage of. Um, no doubt, but there are women out there that do have motives. So let's. Not pretend that does not exist in this atmosphere to get ahead. Right. So, can't be that naive, folks. Here we go. Number eight. Um, this is a random one. This just came out of, um, from. this is actually from a listener. Uh, I don't really know who this gentleman is, but after I read a little bit more about him, I thought, holy shit, they might be right. Maybe one day this guy might be killed uh, in the coming year or so. Uh, that would be a, a rapper by the name of 6ix9ine. Uh, by the way, Mike, that's not really a rapper that you would know about. A very younger sort of a rapper in the scene, Mike. A very hot commodity, I guess you could say. To some circles, um, I, I believe this rapper did very, very well. You know, this guy was, uh, in the, uh, top, uh, 12, I believe, top 10, maybe even number one at, that at certain point in time back in, uh, 2017, 2018, Mike. Uh, but he is a very troubled individual and I believe, uh, from this um, a listener who sent me this, they think that this guy is going to get killed, so he is my number eight. Uh, Mike, go ahead.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, I, I really couldn't agree with you or disagree with you because I have absolutely no knowledge of rap whatsoever. Yeah, that's why so- I kind
2: of just you know, went ahead and just <laughs> threw it out
3: there. Go ahead. Okay, so my number, s- what are we, seven? Yeah, no, eight. Seven?
2: No, this is number eight.
3: It's number eight. Yeah, go ahead. The the um Mr. Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Yes, he is. I believe he's ninety two now and oh, married shit. to a forty seven year old woman. Really. Must be nice. It must be nice. He's probably getting some kinky stank on the side, huh? Bring
2: me some Marilyn Manson action, huh? Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> My god. Yep. Dick Van Dyke, yeah, that's right. Uh ninety-five years old. Is he? My god, he's ninety-five, yes. For those that don't know, we are talking about Dick Van Dyke, the very famous actor and comedian, writer, singer, and yep. dancer, that's for sure.
3: Yep, he was in uh Mary Poppins. And rapper.
2: He, uh... Just kidding. <laughs> he probably could rap, you know, you never know.
3: He was also uh what other movie was he in? Did you know he
2: was six one? I didn't know he was that tall.
3: Yes, yes. I thought I he was. I, a, I thought boy. he was
2: uh, like at least five nine, five ten. You know, your standard Hollywood-sized actor.
3: No, I always knew he was a tall. He's man. pretty I, tall.
2: I always saw him. Yep, yep. Uh, but yes, I believe he mm-hmm. has. So how many kids? Older. One, two, three. He has about four kids, I believe. He
3: does have a number of them. Four is not that bad. And he has been around for a long time. That's true. He's had his time. Had the Dick Van Dyke show, which was very popular. I used to watch that when I was a child. Um, And as I said, he was in Mary Poppins. Uh, There was a couple other movies he's been in, but Poppins was the movie that I always remembered him best by. Right.
2: Dick Van Dyke. We'll see what happens with our friend here at 95. Good God. Um, My number seven now, and this is from another listener. I know nothing about this woman, but they were telling me to add her on the list. That would be Loretta Lynn. Oh, that's a a country singer, isn't she? Country singer, yes. I don't know anything about her. I believe she is 88 years old. I, I don't really know anything about her except that I, so, yeah, except that she's really old, and I believe she was a big supporter of uh, George Bush. Probably not. But that's about it. I don't know anything about her. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know if she's sick or not. I wasn't given a, a much of a reason why she should be on the list. I just thought, well, I need a number seven. Might as well throw her in.
0: Hmm. There you go.
2: But yeah, Loretta Lynn. Is she going to die or something? Is she sick? Does she have cancer? What's going on?
3: I, I I mean I don't know, but I know who she is. Uh, my father used to like listening to her. Ah, uh, okay. So, but yeah, I guess she's pushing. She's pushing the uh, envelope. But uh, for my number seven, oh, I'm sorry. Are you ready? Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. For my number seven, um, this name might not be familiar to some people, but I know who he is. Ian McDiarmid, the guy who played the Emperor in Star Wars, the evil mm, Emperor. Okay. Uh, he was in the first, second, and third movies. I don't know if he was in any after that, but I do know he was in the first, second, and third. So, um, very old man at this point. Um, great what, actor. What great else did British he do? Actor. Pardon?
2: What else did he do?
3: Oh, if mostly you know. mostly like serious films. Um, you know, nothing climatic other than Star Wars Uh but even star wars was like a kiddie film back in the you know the 70s and 80s so um so he
2: was kind of like a mid tier actor
3: yeah i, I mean i, I don't see. even know if he's still acting but i do know he's very old uh, if you see him in the movie by the third movie um uh, Reve- uh Re- return of the jedi revenge of the jedi right. um uh, whatever it's called but the third movie um from the 70s or 80s you can see when he's playing the part of the emperor, he's he's very old already in that part. By the
2: way, did you so, like Star Wars? By the way, when it first pardon? came out, Star, Star Wars. Did you like the um, first movie?
3: Yes. Well, and that came out in nineteen seventy-seven. I was how old was I? I want to say I was uh, nine, ten, ten. I was ten. I was going
2: to say you might have been like like eleven or twelve, but ten. Okay.
3: Yeah, I was about ten or eleven. Ten or eleven, because in 1980, that's when I was 13 and I graduated grammar school. So, I was about 10 or 11 when the movie came out. At that time, at that point in time, Mm -hmm. in 1977, it was a big deal. It wasn't as good as uh, uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. The effects in that movie were far, you know, went well over Star Wars. Star Wars was done on a lower budget and wasn't even expected to succeed you know but it did and they got away with what they got away with in the film and yes I, I loved it as a matter of fact I saw Star Wars in the theater almost I, I think almost 10 or 15 times back back in the day holy and back shit then they, yeah I loved that a lot of times Mike that's right I, into it. I used to see it a couple of times <laughs> a month and that's when they used to leave movies in a theater for an extended period amount of time. Um, you know, nowadays they put it in for like a month or two and boom, it's out. You never see it again in the theater. But uh, Star Wars remained in the theaters for like, for a while. Not, I, okay. I, I want to say like a year or two. oh
2: shit. <laughs> so it had a tremendous impact on everyone then.
3: Yes, yeah, for, for, for some of the people, like for myself, you know I was a young geeky kid, you know, I liked it. I love science fiction especially, you know, space films. Um, So it was a really big deal for me.
2: Right. Um, You know, for some odd reason, the film The Exorcist came to my mind when I brought (sighs) up Star Wars, I'm not sure. My dad, I think, was telling me a couple weeks ago that he saw The Exorcist in, in the motor view, and he said the movie scared the shit out of him.
3: Scared the shit out of me, too.
2: So you remember seeing that the very first time, Mike?
3: I didn't. Here's the funny thing, Michael. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it in the theater. I oh, okay. saw it on television. I believe. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna.
2: To? I was gonna say it's probably, um, probably a little bit ahead of your time, too, right? It came it, out in '73,
3: so yeah. '74 wasn't it '74. I think '73 it came out. Okay, so if it came out in '73, I didn't see it in the theater. I was far too young. Yeah, you're I too young. Strong. Very, very young at that point. Uh, in fact, I wasn't even ten years old at that point. So. I didn't see it until I was eleven, and it came on television, and it was chopped up and edited. Michael, oh shit! Let me tell you, that movie scared the living piss out of me. I couldn't sleep. (laughs) You slept with the lights on. (laughs) I slept with the lights on for two weeks in my room. I was petrified. Now, mind you, I was I was that way because I was brought up Roman Catholic.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. So
3: you know something like that just scared the living. Oh yeah. So it hit
2: home with you.
3: Oh, of course.
2: Of right. Course. And,
3: and I even saw the edited version. I didn't even I see know. the uncut version.
2: Until much later, right?
3: Right. It took me, wow. Michael, <laughs> it took me until I was 35 years old to watch that film again.
2: Jesus, that long? Yeah.
3: <laughs> 35 years old. I was petrified of that film. That was the one film I could not watch.
2: My dad is the same way. I don't know why, but that he won't watch it.
3: Yeah. He watches is he, is um,
2: your- uh, you know, I make him watch horror movies with me every now and then when I'm nice. out there with him. But um, for the most part, uh, anything to do with uh, the Exorcist or anything, you know, anything of that theme, he's he's out.
3: Is he is he a religious man?
2: Not at all. But that yeah. that scares him for some reason.
3: Scary film.
2: But that I don't know. That's what it is. Hmm. That's for him. You know, that one scares the shit out of that guy. <laughs> So, moving on, number six. uh, Here we go. Uh, Terry Funk. That is a. Terry Funk? Terry Funk. That's a pro wrestler.
3: Oh, okay. I thought he was from the band P Funk.
2: No, no. This is a Terry Funk, a professional wrestler going back way back in the day. Back in like. uh, His career dates back to 1965. Wow. I believe he is 76 or 77 years old, but he is dealing with lots of health issues right now. And I think his time is near. And uh, Terry Funk, for those that don't know, you know, he's wrestled forever. And uh, this guy retired and came back. I don't know how many goddamn times <laughs> uh, he's retired and came back more uh, times than Trump has uh, changed his administration. Okay. You know, the guy, he's retired. He came back. He retired. He came back. And now the man uh, is not good. And I believe there was some sort of tweet recently saying that the man is in very bad health. So, I believe he is going to go out soon, my friend. That's too bad. Those wrestlers live hard lives, man.
3: Yeah. What a shame. Well, luck to him.
2: Right. What about you, Mike? Number six. Go ahead.
3: Number six. Number six. Again, another Star Wars guy. James Earl Jones. Darth, Darth Vader. That's not a bad pick, actually, now that I think about it. Distinguished actor. Great First voice. Time I saw him was Great voice, by the way. I didn't know who he was when he played Darth Vader, because obviously you didn't get to see him, but the first time I saw him in a movie was Conan the Barbarian.
2: Mm. Yes, 1982, Conan the Barbarian. I know
3: that off the top of my head, by the way. I remember going to see that movie with my first so-called, quote-unquote, true-love girlfriend. Mmm. I was
2: 19. I remember her. You showed me photos. No, I didn't. I know. I lied. (laughs) Trying to make you laugh here. Actually, the first time I heard of him or heard of his voice and seen the guy was Coming to America. Oh, really? 1988, right.
0: I didn't even realize he was in that film.
2: He was in the movie. He also did The Lion King. That's most people know him from that, too.
3: He's done so much, especially voiceovers. Right. He's got that great, great voice. He's
2: got one of the best voices I've ever heard, for sure.
3: Oh, sure. Love that guy. Do you do know that when they did – when they did the new Star Wars movie, uh, the part um, when Anakin uh, Skywalker is killed or or has his arms and legs cut off by Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right. So they then put the actor who portrays Anakin, Mm. they put him in the black suit and then the voice becomes James Earl Jones who does the voice in that film. And there's one part in that, that newer film where, where James Earl Jones is playing Darth Vader when – maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't – when Anakin or Darth Vader asks what happened to his girlfriend and uh, he finds out that she, she's dead.
2: She went to Harvey Weinstein's house.
3: <laughs> and and uh, James Earl Jones, Darth Vader, does this scream, no! <laughs> i remember that oh. yes <laughs> oh and it was right. so bad that was the worst part of the acting <laughs> so poor james
2: that reminds anyway. me um by the way he was also in field of dreams yes i forgot that's all about part. that movie
3: if you build it it
2: will come that's right with uh, kevin costner
3: yes water water Waterman.
2: Waterworld, water world right
3: water world <laughs> did he
2: write that movie by the way water world wasn't that a movie that he wrote
3: I couldn't tell you but it was terrible. You hated that movie? I couldn't stand it. <laughs>
2: it was kind of odd,
3: right? build a Dreams was far better.
2: Well, um <clears throat> Waterworld with um with Kevin Costner with gills.
3: Yeah, they would have had That's a pretty funny. better lineup if they had hired like killer whales and dolphins.
2: You know what? That was a silly movie now that I now that I think about it. <laughs> that, movie, <laughs> that movie stinks. <laughs> Fuck that movie.
3: That's true, right? Right.
2: <laughs> he was also with Dances with Wolves.
3: Oh, okay. Didn't
0: realize
2: uh, that. Uh, well, I don't know if I like that movie. Mm. I did see yeah. it early on, you know, when I was a lot younger, and I just didn't really care for it, so I haven't seen it ever since. Yeah. Maybe that's a movie I have to revisit.
0: Give it a whirl, my friend.
2: Right. And another movie that I forgot all about, Mike, this is uh, early, well, this is, I believe, 2000, is called The Way of the Gun. Very underappreciated movie that was a killer. Okay. I don't think you've seen it though, but I way, haven't. The Way of Wait. the Gun. Look it up. Anyone? Um, Ryan Philippi and Del Toro is in that movie.
3: Oh, it, the the director?
2: Right. He's in the movie. Okay. Yeah. So look at a way the way of the gun. Early two thousand. About two criminals, two drifter criminals. It's fucking awesome. All right. It's a classic. Yes. The Way of the it. Gun. Look it up. Great film, and of course number five, Mike. Here we go, Mike Pence. Oh, you really think so? I think so. Don't know is why. That your, is that your wish list? <laughs> no, this ain't a wish list. This is just my wild card list.
3: Okay, all right.
2: I don't know. I just think, I just think he could probably he could possibly go out. I know he's only sixty one years old, but you uh, never know. I
3: must disagree with you.
2: You never know.
3: You never know. This is true. You could walk out and get hit by a bus.
2: So. He's my number um, fifth pick there, member of the Republican Party, as you know. He was mm-hmm. the vice president. vice president, as you know, yes. Done a great job. Had a great career. But you Indeed. never know. But you never know. But go ahead. Number and five. You,
3: and you still think he's in the closet.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of do.
3: I know. That's why I brought it up.
2: <laughs> it's very strange. He has a very odd relationship with a wife. Yeah. I don't know no, what well. to make of that, but... That's their ordeal. You know, I don't really want to comment on that. None of my business.
3: They should pay a visit to Marilyn Manson. I
2: know they should go to Marilyn Manson's house. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't mind, you know, someone getting behind the wife. For sure, he's not getting behind his wife. That's for sure. He calls his wife mother, by the way.
3: That is Reagan calling his wife mommy.
2: Can you believe that, man? You're a grown man and you're calling your wife mother.
3: Mommy. Or mommy. I
2: mean, come on. Does
3: he? Does he call her mother or does he call her mommy? I think he calls her mother.
2: And you know, a lot of people have heard him refer to his wife as mother, so and uh uh K dub in the chat says Pence has nice hair. <laughs> uh, K Dub is right though, Pence does have a nice set of hair on him. <laughs> Good for him. He's got a decent yeah, he's got a decent hairstyle. Very um T V friendly look, no doubt. Pretty military. <laughs> yeah, you know he's Kind of what you would expect uh, from someone who's a politician, someone who you knows slightly a professional. You know, he's not an amateur.
3: Was he Was he in the service? That's a good question. Oh, okay. If you don't know, it's no big deal. Yeah, I experience.
2: don't know. But now but now I'm curious to know. Did he? <laughs> let me look it up online really quickly here. Let's see. Uh, no, you know what? He was actually a broadcaster at one time, and I actually have heard him. I actually have heard Mike Pence before. I do a broadcasting uh, gig before, many years okay. ago, and you know what? He's actually really good, Mike. No kidding. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I heard him on the mic. He's pretty good, man. He's not, he did not come across as an amateur. The guy came across as a professional broadcaster when I heard him.
3: Well, he's a good speaker. Oh, yeah.
2: He definitely great speaker.
3: Has complete control.
2: Let's see. So. Hmm. Uh, Mike, no, I don't think he's served. No, okay. I was just curious. It looks like he did. He looks like a, a military man, doesn't he? He sure does. But nope, didn't didn't do that. Hmm. But that's my number five pick. Mike, go ahead.
3: Okay. Uh, number five, Miss Julie Andrews. And you know what that is? Julie Andrews. Mm. The hills are alive with the
0: sound of music.
3: She was also an actress. Mary Poppins. Yeah, I, know. I remember now, yeah. that's uh, She's pushing, nine, I think she's 91 now.
2: I think she's 85, actually.
3: Is she? Okay, I stand corrected. But
2: she looks 91.
3: <laughs> really? I think she looks pretty good for her age, honestly. Even if she was 90, I, I was going to say, the picture I saw of her, she looked pretty darn Are good. Are you
2: saying you're going to go out with her, uh, Julie Andrews?
3: I want to do some stanky things to her. You want to like do Marilyn some? Manson.
2: Yeah, you want to get in that Marilyn Manson action, huh? Beautiful people. (laughs)
3: people.
2: (laughs) Marilyn Manson. He's that's a wild Uh, guy.
3: Oh, Marilyn Manson.
2: Right. He's just living life, go acting nuts, doing what he wants to do. He's gonna go out with Julie Andrews now. (laughs) Marilyn Manson knocking it out of the park.
3: Knocking it out of the park. Right.
2: (laughs) Can you really knock it out of the park with her at 85 years old though?
3: I'd probably break a hip.
2: Probably, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Probably need a hip replacement after that, Mike.
3: <laughs> and a and a and a hysterectomy. <laughs> That's right.
2: Oh, God. You might have to Going make her sign a might way. might make her sign a waiver there, Mike, you know. <laughs> and a non disclosure.
3: By the way, just to make sure we are we are having a good time and <laughs> using comedy here, folks. So just so you don't think we're sicko's. We're just having a good time. All good fun. Good fun. Number four.
2: Julian Assange.
3: Who is that? Why can't I picture who that is?
2: That's an activist uh, who funded WikiLeaks back in 2016.
3: Right. Okay. Okay. He's a political
2: prisoner of sorts. Yes. So, Julian Assange, I believe he is not doing very well. Obviously,
3: he's in in jail in America.
2: I believe he is in jail, but I don't believe he's in America, though.
3: Okay. I thought he, I knew he had gotten picked up. But I couldn't remember if the Americans got him or if he was caught somewhere else. I
2: believe he's in the U.K. still, actually.
3: Oh, okay. Because I know for a while he was hiding out in, where was it, Hong Kong or or Japan or something? I
2: have no idea where he was. He was out there. But um, now he's in the U.K. and does not look very well. The last time I saw him, I think his health is deteriorating. I think he will be going down very shortly um, this year. Oh, what a shame. Right, some people hold him up as a hero, other people put him down as a villain
3: well i hope I hope that's not the case uh, that, I'd love to get your opinion on him when we have time, but I don't know what our time limit is here.
2: Oh, well, you know i I think he tried to highlight some of the exploitations that are going on around the world, especially with our u s government mm-hmm. uh, he exposed lots of things that are going on, and of course, they pulled the rug underneath him. That's what I think.
3: And and so do you, as in your own personal opinion. He didn't really he do
2: guilty? anything too differently than what other journalists do on a daily basis: break stories to the media.
3: Right, and I, I'm just curious, what your personal, um, uh, your how do you feel about him? Was he guilty? Was he not guilty?
2: Well, that's a hard one. To be honest That's right. you know, I go back That's why and I'm f- yeah I, I, go, you- I go back and forth on it. Sometimes I feel that he should have been let go already,
3: yeah, I agree too.
2: It's no different yeah. than what he what a lot of journalists have done to be honest, yep, and uh Lilith, Lilith um excuse me, Lilith in the chat says he looked very messed up, sad to say, and oh. yeah, he looked very bad the last time I saw the guy. Mm-hmm. It's too bad Trump couldn't get a pardon on um our friend Julian Assange.
3: I think, I believe that uh, President Trump actually had made a comment about him and he, I believe, he believes that he was guilty. Mm, I see. That the, I could be wrong, but I think that's what was his outlook on it. I know Hillary Clinton and Obama thought he was guilty. I just think he should be acquitted. I agree. I mean, he was a serviceman too. He was
0: involved in the service, so he should... I don't know. It's so it's such it's a, a
2: tough. It's a complicated issue. It's a it conundrum really of sorts. You know, it's a big can of worms that you open up uh, when you talk about these folks like Julian Assange and uh, the other gentleman out there. I'm forgetting his name now, but another one of these um, sort of political prisoners of sorts. Yeah, it's a it's greasy. It's all greasy, Mike. Right, It
3: is a it's a delicate su- t- topic. It's though, a
2: touchy so. subject for sure. Yeah. Ah, uh, go ahead, Mike. Who is your um? The hell were we on number four? Go ahead.
3: Four, number four, number four, Miss Connie Francis. Connie,
2: Connie Francis. Francis.
3: She's a singer.
2: Oh yes, uh, Zombie Head in the chat room. Zombie Head Soldier says uh, Snowden. Yes, that's that's the other guy I was thinking about. Edward Snowden. There we go. Yeah,
3: that's who I was thinking of as well. Snowden. Did yeah. they make a movie out of him?
2: They sure did. Yeah. You know, he exposed yeah. all these secrets
3: that the FBI had. And you know, Snowden.
2: yeah, Edward Snowden. He exposed all sorts of um, tools that the FBI had.
3: Yeah, they were spying on 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 uh, American citizens. But
2: here's the crazy part: of lots of those tools, Mike, those tools were readily available back in the early nineties. Um, You know, Mike, because I was at one time messing around with lots of backdoor viruses and um, rat tools. You know, I was into computers and I knew about all this shit, and I still do. Uh, but back then much more into it back in those times and lots of these sort of exploits you can do over the computer by sending someone a file and saying it's a photo but it's actually an uh, exe file an execution file basically you're opening up a backdoor a virus on your computer yourself disguised as a photograph Um, i would do this time and time again through social media uh, through peer-to-peer stuff but anyways that's beyond the point Um, a lot of these tools that were, were revealed were available back in the day. And, you know, I was using tools like that too. So, I mean, I look at it now and I'm like, holy shit, uh, everything's evolved. So crazy. So complex now it's, it's insane what they've done, but I just think, my God, um, it's just, um, ridiculous really that all these things were going on and the FBI has all these tools too. Uh, nowadays, um, it is troubling to know.
3: Messed up world we live in.
2: It really is, especially knowing that uh, someone as young as I, I was able to do a lot of that shit too. Uh, rat tools, yes, remote access tools. Uh, the other cider. Yeah. Anyways, but yes, that was um your pick there, right? Number four. Yes, sir. Great pick, by Con- the way. Connie Francis. Connie Francis, yes.
3: Where the boys are. Someone waits for me. That's
2: her. Yeah. Connie Francis with a C. (laughs) With a C. With a C. Capital C. C. I know know who that is. Okay. Thanks to my mother, by the way.
3: I have uh, several. I have about five of her CDs. Really? Yeah,
2: yeah. You're you're that deep.
3: I like that old crooner stuff, you know.
2: Yes, you do. She, let me look it up online. According to uh, this here. She is 83 years old, by the way.
3: Oh, yep.
2: So, yeah. Die. She's going to die soon, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, her 11s are up, no doubt. So, here we go. Number, what are we, number two? Or wait, number three, rather. Dan Bongino.
3: Now, why would you say Dan Bongino?
2: Because he lost a lot of money. He had to pay the, really? I think he had to pay the Daily Beast like 31000 for a defamation case. Really? Yeah, so, you know, he's lost a lot of money. Most you know throughout the last couple years, um, I think Parler. He was a big funder of sorts. I think he dropped lots of money into Parler, and now that is just gone. So his money is just gone. So I think you know. I think he could probably uh, lose it. You know, he's just a few drinks or a few pills away from turning into Marilyn Manson. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
3: That's strange. I'm I'm really surprised. I I didn't uh, I wouldn't think. Uh, well, you know, you, who knows? Who, like you yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I have to imagine that he's not. I'm sure he's making plenty of money, but not the kind of money that he wants. All right. And you know, people like that, even if they well, are he making, a,
3: he does have a bestseller. Um, that book he put out about the uh, you know the whole es- uh, spying thing, espionage. But doesn't crap.
2: he also have like health issues?
3: Does he? I think he. I have no idea
2: think he does. Not John Bon Jovi, Don Bongino.
3: Don Bongino. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm actually a really big fan of his when he goes on the Mark Levin show. He's only 46 years old, by the way. No kidding. He's younger than me. This guy was with the CIA. Um, he worked in several presidential administrations. Was he a police
2: officer or something?
3: Well, I know he was with CIA. He may have been a police no, You mean former secret service officer in New York.
2: Secret service agent, by the way.
3: Okay, all Um, right. Same
2: shit, though, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Same crap. But no, I think, I thought I had heard he had some sort of health issues going on. Oh, that's right. Back in um, September, he had uh, some sort of tumor in his throat. No kidding. Wow. Right. Now that I recall, yeah, no wonder I put him on the list. That's crazy. But he's, I think he said he was fine, though. Well, here's here's wishing
3: him good health.
2: Yeah, I don't want him to die or anything, but- I have no personal issues with any of these people on the list, to be honest. But, um, I just thought perhaps his it, time might come. I don't know.
3: Yeah, like you said, you never know. So.
2: Yeah, you could get inside your car in an hour from now, and boom, you're dead. Exactly. Todd, goes. Number three, go ahead, Mike. Let it rip. Number
3: three, go ahead, Mike. Would be, Mr. Tony Bennett.
2: Tony Bennett. Holy shit! Another singer. Mm-hmm.
3: And I'll tell you, I um, I really like Tony Bennett. He. I love his music. I 94 love his years old, by the way. Yes. I love his music. Uh, I love, I've got many CDs on him, even a, even a box set. I just love him. He's, he's a wonderful old man.
2: And he tweeted out seven hours ago. Uh, he looked happy, by the way, here on Twitter, looking at a photograph of him now and uh, real time for those that are on Twitter, look him up. Tony Bennett wishing everyone a happy Valentine's day. And he's holding two dogs. His hand, so yes, a photograph yes. that I'm sure you would like, Mike. And he's rocking these um, uh, these glasses that look like they're from the seventies. Very nice. He's he's awesome. <laughs> Tony Bennett, right? Eighty four years old, great singer, by the way, sir. Lounge uh, singer type, I would say.
3: Yeah, like the crooner. Uh, he, he did a little bit of mo- of uh, everything, but like I say, he he falls into the crooner uh, catalog of like Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, right, right. Uh, you know, Sammy Davis Jr., that whole that whole thing. Uh and I just always loved his voice. He had a great voice as a young man. That he does, right. Uh, and even as an old man, he's got a nice he's got a nice voice. I, I really love him.
2: Number two. Robert Beckel, or Bob Beckle from uh the that show The Five. Five. I don't I've never seen the that. former Bob Beckle. Not that he passed away, but he was a cast member of the TV program The Five. He was uh, terminated back a number of years ago, by the way. That's why you don't really know his name, uh, for making insensitive uh, remarks towards an African-American employee. Oh, boy. So who knows what what he said? I don't know what he said, but I'm sure it wasn't – I'm pretty sure it was not the right thing to say, Mike, obviously.
3: You working for Disney?
2: (laughs) No, Fox News. But I mean, you know – Again, oh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Again, when you have that kind of gig, Mike, is it really yeah. worth it?
3: Don't screw it up. You know what I <laughs> okay. mean. Is it
2: really worth it? Precisely. So yeah, um, Bob Beckel. I think number two. I'm not sure how old he is, but he he's not a spring chicken. That's for sure. Mm. Believe he is. Yeah, 72 years old.
3: Not too old.
2: Not too old, but the guy looks bad, though. I mean, he looks like um doesn't look very healthy. So, I think he can go any moment. He's just a yeah. sneeze or a cough away, Mike. You know, he's a flu away from dying. <laughs> yes. Uh, number two, go ahead,
3: Mike. Number two, go ahead, Mike, would be Miss Betty White. Betty White. Good pick. Betty White. She's she up also, there in H. Also on the um, Mary Tyler Moore show with Ed Asner and Mary Tyler Moore. And, of course, she was on that show with Maud. And uh, the other two, the four older women, uh, Golden Girls. Uh, Golden Girls. Yes. Good God. Yep. It was a horrible show. And doesn't is is the Betty Ford? No, that would be Betty Ford, not Betty White.
2: Did you actually like that show, by the way?
3: What the Golden Girls? No,
2: I stunk on ice.
3: I mean, my parents did because they, you know, they were older. But no, I didn't like that show.
2: I equate that show to listening to the Captain and <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> it's awful.
3: I used to watch the Captain Antonio show when I was a little boy. How cooked
2: up been... was he playing the, the fucking piano there, though? What's that? I'm sure I was going to say, how cooked up was that dude playing the piano, though?
3: <laughs> he was on something. He was on something. He I'm, was probably stoned. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. When I was a, a child, I think I was about five when I, I used to watch their show, maybe six. My parents bought me the ri the their the, the record. Uh they had that big song back in the day. I will I will I will <laughs> right. be there to share forever. Terrible song, but it. it's it's hilarious I know, to sing I know. though, but yes. I, I was a little kid. I was a little kid. And and that
2: Love and Will the, Keep Us Together Together, right. exactly.
3: And also Tom Jones, the Tom Jones show from the early seventies. Right. I used to watch these shows, and I was inspired, and I used to jump around on the couch, pretend I was Tom Jones, and then I would sing, like, Captain and Tenille tunes. Were you in your so, underwear?
0: Yeah,
3: probably. Probably, I was only, like, yeah. four or five. You were in your underwear,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious.
3: So, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I was influenced by music at a very young age, and, uh, yeah.
2: Nice. Very nice. Um, zombie Head Soldiers in the chat says, put Phil Jackson on the death list. Phil Jackson. That, if you are referring to the basketball coach, uh, he's seventy-five years old. You know, I don't know. Is uh, Phil Jackson bad health? I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Zombie head soldiers, but that's what he said. Phil Jackson, as Mm -hmm. you all know well, uh, y'all know very uh, well by yeah, y'all know who he is. I don't need to get into that. Phil Jackson, (laughs) y'all know, right?
3: Y'all know him,
2: right? Y'all know my man. Phil Jackson, though, great coach. Great basketball coach, by the way. But yes, um, that would be Phil Jackson on the death list, thanks to uh, Zombie Head Soldiers. But as we go, uh, oh, Zombie Head reports that he is in bad health. So thank is you for- Is or isn't? He is in bad health. He is. He is. Okay. Poor guy. That's a shame. Hopefully he lives. So number one, Mike, here we go. Number one, this is- um, well, this should be no surprise to anyone. Bam Margera. Who the hell is that? Bam Margera, star of Jackass. Remember the TV oh show Jackass? Oh, my God. Right. What? Well, where do Did he we do begin? do a
3: stunt that broke his spine?
2: <laughs> well, no. The thing is, he became a hardcore alcoholic after the death of one of his best friends.
3: Oh, that's terrible. So,
2: you know, he hasn't been able to get it together. I feel terrible for Bam Margera. You know, I even talked to... um I'm forgetting the guy's name, but he's a guitarist for the band CKY. Um, God damn it, why can I not remember his name? His name is um uh, Darren Miller. he uh, well, I interviewed Darren Miller. He's a, the singer for CKY. And at uh, one time, or I think he still does, I, I believe... Bam Margera's brother, Jess Margera, I believe he was, or still is, the drummer of the band CKY. Um, but yes, Bam, he, recently he was urging fans to boycott Jackass 4 after after they allegedly cut ties with Bam Margera. Oh boy. So, you know, he has it bad. Uh, I believe they have it somewhere in the contract that he was allegedly forced to. To multiple breathalyzer tests, and I believe they were requesting urine samples uh, upon him um, trying to get in. Uh, Mike, I think those were the circumstances, so um, he couldn't do it. You know, he had to either drink or be on something, I guess. Yeah. So Paramount announced that the fourth Jackass movie was set to was set for rather to set for a production and it was scheduled to be released March 5th of 2021. However, there has been uh, delays, and now we are finding out that Bam Margera, gone. And here is a clip of Bam Margera crying about the ordeal, Mike. Here we go. What the fuck, man? I'm not in Jackass 4. If anybody cares about me,
4: don't go see their movie, because I will make mine way fucking radder. If you just Vinmo, me a dollar. <laughs> just a buck.
2: If you send a hundred bucks, I'll remember your name and write it down and it. If you send more than that, then I'll do more, but. Ten pounds and fucking. <clears throat> Jackass was everything to me.
3: And Now I'm so relieved to.
2: He's throwing up, by the way.
3: What? <laughs>
2: Alcohol withdrawal. I'm pretty sure. Oh my
3: God! That's what that is. There he goes. He's
2: throwing up. Oh there he goes. My God. Dude. Throwing That's up all over the thin place.
3: Thin that place. Is-
2: there he goes. Bam Margera. Fuck Knoxville. Fuck Knoxville. Is- oh my. Very angry. Wow. So yes, wow. lots of hatred in his heart for his um, co-stars there. Oh my gosh. Very angry. Okay. Yes. Right. So, that is Bam Margera, folks. That is number one. I believe he will definitely be going out this year. He is just um, a bad mood away from doing something very dumb, I'm sure.
3: Ah, oh, what a shame. I'm I'll afraid so.
2: I'm afraid so. And we hate to see it happen, but that is what's going on. Yes, the other sider, Bam, is not in the new movie. He is uh, exiled from the new movie, yes, because uh, I guess he couldn't get sober Wow. For for the film, I, I'm I think that's what it was. I don't, I don't know, but I'm assuming that's the issue. And now he's gone. Wow! What a shame! What a shame, man! I'm telling you, you get all this money and you piss it away on alcohol and drugs. Yep, it's a wild life, uh, man. It's a wild life.
3: Oh well, that's the
2: way. So I, sh- that's the way the cookie crumbles, Mike. Number one, go ahead.
3: My number one, Mike Hideous.
2: Mike Hideous, number one. You're going out this year, Mike hope not. You are on the number one list,
3: Mike? put my name down, but I hope not.
2: That's the first time I've ever heard anyone do that before.
3: Yeah, well, if I win. <laughs> <laughs> if you
2: win. <laughs> well, if you win, you don't have to pay taxes anymore.
3: <laughs> Let's hope I don't, but if uh, that's the case.
2: Jesus know. Christ, you put yourself on the list.
3: Well, you know, it's the way I feel.
2: My um, God, Mike. Some-
3: Messed up times, my friend. Messed up times.
2: Therefore, you have to put yourself on the list.
3: I'm only putting myself on the list because I just don't know. I mean, it's possible, just like you say. It's possible. Who knows?
2: That's true, but no one wants to hear that.
3: Neither do I.
2: Everyone is saying, don't die uh, hideous. Uh, Walks the night is saying that in the chat.
3: Well, I, I don't intend to, but as Michael said, anything is possible. And truth be told, I have been thinking very morbid thoughts lately. Uh, not that I'm looking to kill myself, but it's just um, it's just some you know. This a these are bad times. People are depressed. They're losing their jobs. They're they're they're, they're caught in their house. They're depressed. They're they're sad. They're, it's it's tough times for a lot of people, and and I sincerely feel that. So, when I say that there is a possibility that anything can happen, I mean just that. Who knows? My I'm goodness. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring everything down. I'm just saying that's how I see things.
2: So, you think you might be going out?
3: I – no. I – i I'm just saying anything's possible.
2: Anything is possible.
3: That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not – this is not a plea for help. I'm not suicidal. I'm not – gonna kill myself but with the health issues that i deal with on a daily basis um who knows in addition to living on my own um uh eating bachelor meals like you know like i don't eat nice homemade meals i eat what i can that i try to make the best of what i can make to to eat healthy i thought you
2: were gonna say you eat bats
3: that too bats and who knows well,
2: so we got COVID,
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> hmm.
3: but yeah, so who knows? Anything's possible. So, I thought Understood. I'd put my name on the list because you never know, you just never know. You just never know.
2: Well, that concludes Celebr- Celebrity Death Pool 2021, ladies and gentlemen. You have heard our top 10 picks, and I do want to thank all of you out there for also being a part of the program here. This segment, the most outrageous bit that we do every year celebrity death pool 2021 uh unfortunately i think i already won this um ordeal oh. but yes uh, mike already throwing himself in the fire he thinks he will be going out 2021 who knows it's only um very early on in the year uh you know you might go out mike who knows
3: okay thanks pal you, you could get inside
2: a, a car and the car flips you know who knows
0: that's right. Mossad might take
2: you out. <laughs> there might. You might check underneath your bed tonight. You might want to unplug your phone, Mike. You know, <laughs> unplug your landline. You never know. Oh, all right. I'm doing that tonight. I'm turning all off right. my phone. I'm unplug. I'm unplugging all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> never know, All man. Right, that,
3: that's enough out of you.
2: <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll shut up now before this video gets removed now for seeing that. <clears throat> My God. Mike, once again, it's. Uh, I'm looking at the clock here. We have run out of time. I do want to thank you, Mike, for being a part of the program. You uh, always do a great job as the co-host here. You have drawn assignments tonight, and you have not let anyone down. It's been a Marilyn Manson style of a show here. <laughs> Mike, go ahead and uh, thank anyone you'd like, plug anything you like. The floor is yours. Go ahead.
3: Thank you. I would first like to say thank you very much, as always, to Mr. Michael Deacon and the Michael Deacon program. Uh, thank you for having me on. I love coming on the show. I love doing it with you. Uh, I would like to thank all the listeners on the Michael Deacon program who listened and who may have called in tonight. Thank you so much for supporting both Michael and myself. Um, if you are interested in any of my musical efforts over the years, you can check out the website, which is MikeHideous.com, and that's M-Y-K-E. I spell my name with a Y. MikeHideous.com. Uh, uh, also, you can see um, in my shop section, you can see all the new artwork and T-shirts and um, – uh, Throw pillows and throw blankets and dresses and leggings, everything, all with like some of my artwork on it and band logos on it. So get a chance. Check that out. MikeHiddias.com. Last but not least would be my art and photography website. Uh, it's a new one. It's called the – I'm sorry. It's called Spy Man Photo and Art. SpyManPhotoAndArt.com. And uh, that uh, will allow you to see and or purchase uh, any of my prints or originals, both photographs and canvas and drawings and paintings and so on and so forth. You can check it all out there. And last but not least, the uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash hideousmike, M-Y-K-E. That would be my Facebook page. Thank you very much, everyone. I had a blast tonight, as I always do. Thank you, Michael. You've been a, a, a good pal, and I, I love coming on the show. Thank you.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. We will talk again uh, very soon, Mike. We um, will do this very, very soon. It's been a great time. It's always an honor and pleasure to have you here on the program. We respect and love you very much. Don't die in 2021. <laughs> yes, sir. All Mike, right, buddy. Stay safe out there. We will do this again on the other side. All right, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Mahalo. Good night. Good night. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous. And that was lots of fun, I would say. I had a great time. I hope all of you out there had a great time. Remember, you can get a hold of me during the show via Twitter. If you are not in the chat room, by the way, that's at Michael Deacon. Send me a message there. I will try to respond. Most of the time, I won't respond, however because I'm not really on Twitter, you have to go to the chat room. For those who listen on the podcast rendition of the program, we do invite you to come in. During the live program, lots of listeners like yourself live. Why not join in? Why not hang out? It's fun, I promise. Don't forget, if you are a fan of this program and want to help fund the program, and I would appreciate it if you would do that, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon and that is where you will find bonus content oh yes it's been a very fun time yet again doing this program for all of you out there i don't know where else i would um be doing a fun show like this but i really do appreciate all of you out there and international listeners out there thank you so much for your support it's been a great time you can find this program on itunes google play castbox stitcher and on most platforms once again it's been a great time oh yes the mind continues to race stay safe everyone no matter where you are on this island earth and with that said the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery until next time good night, everybody